Good evening. And welcome to a spooky episode of Side Quest Side Sesh. Hold on to your pumpkins and get ready to be frightened to your very core. If you are squeamish, look away! For tonight's episode includes adult themes. <laughs> And murder. <laughs> Possibly nudity. <laughs> oh. Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Troy, could you always GM with that lighting, please? I kind of like so it. so much more terrifying. You look like a Darkest Dungeon GM, like a <laughs> Darkest Dungeon boss. <laughs> it is. I wish I got to get Skid's voice modulator, so I'd be like, What are you doing a session tonight? <laughs> really, really play it up. Welcome it to up. Halloween. There it is. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> what was the uh, Vincent Price quote you used to was, do a million times during the Thriller song? Skip, remember? Oh. <laughs> we were at karaoke at uh, Gen Con 100 years ago, and Skid did Thriller. And you just kept, during every instrumental break, you kept doing the same four <laughs> lines of That's like right. the Vincent Price <laughs> bit. One of those had to be there moments. But man, if you were there, you're <laughs> laughing right now. Grant, it uh, looks like you got something in your mouth there. Uh, <laughs> yes, my tongue. <laughs> and what's your name, little boy? Would you like a Snickers? <laughs> You're very hairy for a five-year-old. <laughs> you like a Snickers? Snickers! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, so Grant is dressed as mush. He's got a... A mush head on, and the mouth moves. It's so creepy. Oh, that's it's very creepy. I don't care for that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Enough with the tongue. I. Uh, <laughs> it was a great idea to pour this beer in the dark. <laughs> I'm sure, it didn't get everywhere. Use my shorts to clean it up. Uh, man, how you guys doing tonight? You all excited for All Hallows Eve? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Man, Best holiday of the year. <laughs> Ready to eat some tainted candy from the sick neighbor? <laughs> Here's some Butterfinger. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm not sure. I think I think there's going to be a bunch of tables out, like on people's lawns, with yeah. like uh, uh, a bowl full of. Well, no, no, no. With individual candies laid out in rows and columns on yeah. a table. Uh, with obviously a giant uh, thing of Clorox wipes uh, on the table as well. I would assume that's at every house. Yeah, we're going to do the table and leave just a bunch of individually wrapped bags. I bought a ton of candy like a month ago, just assuming that someone would come to my door. So we're going to do the table. I think that's uh, fine. Uh, We're just going to eat all our son's candy anyway, so um, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter. I just want to make sure the neighborhood kids have something. What do you expect to get out there uh, in terms of traffic? Just because I, I was at your house and it's it's very much a country house on a country road that's 
you know, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of houses around there. You know, it's so funny because you just, we drove up at nighttime, so it seems like that, but it's really not the, it, it couldn't be more suburban. <laughs> okay, so there's so, plenty yeah, of houses. There's tons of houses, kids everywhere, yeah. Um, okay. So, but I don't know what the traffic is going to be because of the, the situation, right. uh, but I want to be prepared, and so I... I bought $75 worth of candy, like an idiot, which means we're just going to eat all of it. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm excited. Archer wants to be Darth Vader, so we got him a little Darth Vader con costume. He's walking around singing the Imperial March. He's fired up. I'm hoping to get some good picks. Um, but did you guys like dressing up? Do you have like a costume you remember is like your favorite costume uh, from when you were a kid? Um, I was C-3PO. Once and but this was pre the re-release of the special editions and all of that, so like there were no Star Wars costumes to be had. So you were Phantom Menace C three PO. No, it was before <laughs> way before way before that. So my mother, fa- I think my dad found a C three PO mask at a flea market, and then my mother like made a suit out of gold lame, and none of the other kids knew who I was. Only the adults, believe- only adults knew. <laughs> I can't believe your Are parents you a fancy robot? you. <laughs> I cast you as the hoity-toity robot that can't can't take anything out of order. Amazing, <laughs> Grant. Did you uh, have something specially stitched for you as a child? <laughs> <laughs> the queen size sheets didn't work for for the ghost costume. I had, to, I had to upgrade. Yuck it up. Really have some fun. You know what? I feel like I got a, a trick out of this trick or treat, and not a treat. Uh, yeah, no. So one one. One year, I think, I can't remember, one year I was a Ninja Turtle and the next year I was a Ghostbuster, and I can't remember which year it was, but in kindergarten, I was convinced that the in one morning that it was Halloween, and I yelled at my parents until they let me wear my costume to school, and they're like, no, Grant, it's not Halloween. And I just <laughs> It's April a, 7th. I threw a fit until they let me, <laughs> exactly. until they let me wear it, and then I got to school, and I was the only kid in a costume, and I just cried all day. It was the worst. Oh, that's weird. Did you, did you learn a lesson that day that you'll never forget? <laughs> yeah, it's always a consult a calendar. <laughs> Skid, I imagine uh, where uh, Halloween falls on uh, on the big big birthday. This must have been a great. Uh, you must have so many memorable costumes. Yeah, it was cool because every year we would have I would have like a sleepover for my birthday, and it would be in costume. We'd go out trick or treating, and and it was just it was so fun. The two, the one costume I remember as a kid was, I can't remember my reasoning, but I was like a Roman Catholic priest with a submachine gun. I don't know why. Just mixing genres. Boondock and Saints. Then, <laughs> took a and turn. Then as, yeah. And then as an adult, there was one, I was with some friends and we were, do, we were doing a show out in Fire Island and we ran into Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just on the, <gasps> on the dock, like waiting for a ferry. And... <laughs> Someone was dressed like, as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No, no, it, no. This is like during the summer. Like we saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. My friend is like looking out. Our ferry was pulling in. He was looking out. He's like, dude, there's a guy out there who looks just like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I was just like, oh, whatever, racist. And then we pulled in and we got out and it was fucking Kareem. But the funny thing was he was just, he was wearing just like ratty jeans and like old sneakers and a t-shirt that just said Skyhook on it. that was it so i had a custom i got a custom t-shirt made that said skyhook with like a a guy doing a skyhook on it and wore some old jeans and i went as kareem abdul jabbar that year 
<laughs> just, just for the benefit of my friends that were there with me at the time. <laughs> you were Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the ferry dock. Right. Like a real yeah. one day. At <laughs> one like, time. Like, I still <laughs> have the shirt. <laughs> like if they were making action figures of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and they eventually ran out yeah. of... Uh, uh, the, what about the one of him um, at the dock when he met that kid? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Series like 8. This edition. <laughs> Joe, uh, what were you? Just a giant slab of brie? <laughs> yes, I was cheese. Yes, was a soft, a, he was a, a big I was a soft brie. cheese. A soft yes. cheese. <laughs> soft bridey cheese. Oh, uh, you know, the one that, ju- I, I think the one that was my favorite by far was, uh, it was just at, around that time. I don't know if any of you guys went through this phase, but I was, as a kid, I just got super into war and like Vietnam and Chuck Norris movies and like yeah. oh, that whole, it was just like a couple years of my life and a couple of the parents obviously like were in Vietnam or would talk about Vietnam or had stuff from Vietnam. And it was so uh, hot one buddy, in the mid, mid late eighties. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> but now it wasn't so awful. Like people were just like, it, would be, it became pop culture, right? It was in all the movies and everything. And my buddy's dad like was obsessed with bi- like rebuilding, like almost a miniatures game, like rebuilding Vietnam camps and stuff with train sets with like watchtowers and like all this stuff. And so he was really into it. So this one year we just dress up as soldiers and it was like the coolest thing to me because it was like, I got like the helmet and like. The, the machine gun, the assault rifle, and, like, all the fatigues and the boots and, like, everything. And we weren't, like, uh, dead soldiers. Right? We were just just soldiers. And I had spent so many so much time running around playing with Nerf guns and playing war and stuff in the neighborhood that this time it felt like it was real. And I was so psyched. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, uh, oh, you just, like, a dirt all over our face, camo on our faces and stuff. It was awesome. <laughs> The only one I really remember, and I can't remember why I had it, because I feel like I was right at that age where I was like, I don't want to do Halloween. And my mom was like, you're doing it. And I was like, all right. And I was a California raisin. And it was just <laughs> like, they just gave that me a... That was a pretty gi- popular costume for yeah, a couple years. Was, yeah, they just gave me a giant trash bag with like wires right. in it. And I looked like a raisin. I <laughs> 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 through the grapevine. <laughs> That does sleep on the California Raisins. They were big. They had a Christmas special. The Christmas special was great. They did. In fact, I think one of my VHS, like one of my VHS Christmas special, like VHS combo tapes that my mom made, like had the California Raisins special on it. Though I was always like, why? I why are they raisins? Like what? Are they? Is this a thing? Like I, I, I never got it. Oh yeah, yeah. Just a little. Imagine that it was just a an ad that became so popular it got its own well one of the greatest and everything one of the greatest advertisement slash entertainment products of all time is the noid pizza game you guys remember the noid gotta avoid the noid and 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 the spot the seven up spot had his own video game on the snes Mm -hmm. oh yeah it was really good oh yeah i just remember going to blockbuster and being like i'd like to sign my soul to my corporate overlords right now (laughs) Mm. i did Wasn't that how, is it Orlando Jones? Isn't that like how he got his break? Wasn't it as a uh, uh, seven up yours. for seven up? Yeah. yeah. Seven hey, seven up yours. Up yours the se- yeah. Hey, seven up yours commercial campaign. That was Orlando yeah. Jones. Oh, yeah. And then he became Orlando like Jones. a movie star after Make seven that, right? up yours. Yeah. He was like, a stand up. Yeah, yeah. And then they debunked that commercial and it. And then he did Evolution, I think. The movie Evolution. With David Duchovny. With David, with David Duchovny. Duchovny. That's right. right. after that. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> he also was in you. He was in that movie, The Replacements, with Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves. 
And, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He's he also was wide receiver. Yeah, he was the wide receiver who had crazy speed but couldn't catch anything. Yeah, that's right. He's in he's office space, space too, as the uh, yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's by selling magazines. He's like actually like cross-eyed. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a programmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's... Yeah. Uh, but he's also... What's the movie where he's like a... Um, he's like an AI librarian. Uh, and he just like appears in like these... Like clear... Uh, um, you know, clear like... Uh, uh, walls basically, and he's like an information database of like galactic information. I gotta look it up. I can't. I think it's, it's a weird dream you had. Uh, <laughs> drumline. It's drumline, right? Drumline. <laughs> drumline. Oh, time machine. Time machine. Ah, okay. that was it. Time that was uh, Guy Pierce, I think. Right. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I do have the Vincent Price now, by the way. Oh, and so what was it? The line. Here yeah. we do. Darkness falls across the land The midnight hour is close at hand Creatures crawl in search of blood To terrorize Yarl's neighborhood And whosoever shall be found Without the soul for getting down Must stand and face the hounds of hell And rot inside a corpse's shell <laughs> Nice. Nice. Classic. Well, I hope you all have a happy Halloween uh, if you're watching, and uh, an early happy birthday to our good buddy Skid. Happy birthday, Skid. Thank uh, you. Hopefully we can celebrate in person sometime soon. Uh, Probably not. But uh, in the meantime, let's play some games together. Let's do it. Yeah. That's the best way to celebrate. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. So last week, you guys decided to make your way to the asylum. You started sussing out these names of the five keepers. You know two of them are dead. uh, And then you found three possible locations where these keepers have connections. One is the asylum that perhaps Keeper Crove is runs. They're like, I always heard he was a up and up dude. Uh, you might want to check that out. Uh, you heard about uh, the old church, church, Churcheroo, what the hell's it called? Uh, the old elm. <laughs> it was the, the Elmway Church. It was like a church to Aradin that like is anything but. It's been like a gangster hideout. Some people live there. Occasionally, there's some worship that's done there. But um, perhaps uh, one of the keepers might be hooked up there. And then the other one, Keeper uh, Rupman, he runs, uh, he's a Middenstone Baron. And down in the filth area, he runs uh, Rupman's Vat. So maybe he went back there to hide out. So you've got three sort of locations to deal with you decide you know what we're closest to the asylum let's go there you go there the door's ajar when you arrive and there are three inmates chained to the floor straight jackets on they see you and they just start screaming you come in you're not quite sure what to do you're like they they can't really attack us they're like trying to bite at your ankles trying to bash their heads against your legs but they're not doing much of anything eventually you're like I, we should just get out of here and maybe they'll stop screaming you soon realize that their screaming is for a reason as a group of four orderlies dressed in this crazy armor with cages around their face come in and just start batting at you guys uh, with clubs trying to trip you. And uh, eventually you make uh, short work of them and dig deeper into this asylum. And obviously it was a bit of a 
dungeon slog, a classic old school slog where you just walk in, open door, nothing, open door, nothing, open door, maybe a tiny clue. Uh, There's still a million doors left to open. You do find uh, a magical item. You're kind of following this... Somebody detected magic, and you're following the sense of where this magic is, and you find a wand of... What was it again? Do you remember? Uh, a wand of um, a suggestion. Oh, oh suggestion. Right. Awful. Awful. Yeah, and not that everything wasn't already awful when you came in, but as you start to look through a private lounge and a library, you realize that... Whatever, Crove or whoever was doing some really creepy stuff here. Uh, seems like there's uh, some experimenting going on on the inmates, and maybe even worse. I mean, they look like they're being used as bait when you walked in, for crying out loud. They're the alarm system. There's a set of stairs going down right off the main chamber, and there's one of them chained uh, to the railway of each staircase, just ah! screaming wildly. After searching through offices and libraries, you continue up towards the north a little bit. You find another library that has the same subjects as the private library for the most part. Eldritch matters, astronomy, cosmology, um, just everything to do with the dark tapestry. You then open the next door and you see a lecture room of sorts. On the dais, one of these lunatics is giving a speech to four others that are listening with rapt attention. And he is just speaking absolute gibberish. And they're, they're, uh, they're nodding. They're like, yes. Uh, I won't rehash this, but remember the old uh, Apple Store guy? Story of the guy that would come mm-hmm. to the Apple Store and just write with his yeah. cup of coffee. Oh, and yes. then they would look at the screen oh, yeah. before they erase sure. it. Our buddy, who's the manager, would like have to go erase the screen afterward. He'd be there for three hours, and it would just be pages and pages of gibberish. But he'd be sitting there all day like, uh, type, 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 type. Let me get a sip of my coffee. Uh, ah, I got an idea. Type, type, type. He'd go there and just like nothingness per pages. Wow. That's so scary. That's the level of insanity we're dealing with here. You open the door, they hear you, they all turn, they grab the nearest chunk of broken furniture lying on the floor ah, and come at you to attack. Let's do a little Halloween initiative, folks. <laughs> Ooh, Halloween initiative. Halloween initiative. Halloween It's a plus one uh, luck bonus to uh, initiative. For what? For everyone. So oh, it really just evens everyone. out. But. For everyone. <laughs> um, did you cast that? I can't remember. Or you had something that does that? No, I said that's what a Halloween initiative oh, is. Oh, I thought, uh-huh. <laughs> thought somebody had a cool power. No, no it was just... <laughs> Goofing off. Just be Just making jokes. You're a funny guy. Uh, all right. Anish, let's talk about it. Zakari. 11. 11 for Zakari. Not great. Vern. 12. Not good either. Johnny Halfling. 8. Even Ooh. worse. And Rafa. You're about to see how a real man rolls with a 14. Ooh. All right. It is Rafa's turn. Yeah, Rafa! Yeah. You got new glasses every week. Every week. I may have made some poor financial decisions in the last few months. But I'm keeping this boutique wrestling glasses company in business. 
Because we all got to do our parts in these trying times. <laughs> what are you going to do with all these when Rafa's dead? Let me tell you the other hard part about these glasses, brother. I got a big noggin. Some call it a melon. Some might even call it a pumpkin to be seasonal. They hurt when I wear them. Wow. Wow. Uh, the dedication to your craft. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think of Rafo is going to... I mean, these people are coming at us. They look hostile. They, they don't have the same appearance of the people in the opening uh, entryway. So Rafo is going to enter uh, and is going to uh, actually just take on two at a time. That's how confident he is. All right. And, and to be to clear, they do look like the people in the entrance. The only difference is they're not strapped down, chained down, and they look like they're ready to kill you. Yeah. Uh, so Rafa is going to get into position and he is uh, going to turn on, because he is surrounded, he is going to turn on combat expertise, which Ooh. will take a minus two to his attack, but will get his AC up to 25, a juicy 25. And oh he will take one unarmed strike at these guys um, and is also going to turn on power attack. It's going to be difficult to hit. Okay. It's be worth it. Uh... Uh, 12 to hit. The one against the wall. Not in front of me. Flat-footed hit. Oh my god, yes! (laughs) Nice, dude. Uh, Max damage. uh, 16 points of damage to the guy against the wall. 16 points of damage, and he goes down in one hit. Beautiful. You bash him against the wall, and he just crumbles. (laughs) There's a blood stain left where he falls. (laughs) Should we just close the door and make this a cage yeah. match? I think he's got this. Yeah, and then just listen to the sounds of Rafa. I think it's pretty clear you're locked in here with me, brother. <laughs> well, Vern, it is your turn if you'd like to close the door. Uh, Vern will Vern will step up to the doorway, uh, and he will cast. Do I want to burn a spell on these guys if Rafa's just going to rough them up? I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough call. What happens when they start swarming Rafa to act? You you also have open shots, right, that you won't normally have. People are out of melee since you don't have precise shot. Yeah, I guess I could take a shot. Or shut the door, wait three rounds, and see what happens. I mean, part of me really wants to do that, but I think Graham would never forgive me, even though he'd be fine. Uh, All true. So I will fire at this guy in the south. Sa- this guy in the south, uh, southwest. Okay. Seem to have a clear shot. Old Southy McWesterson. Yep, you got a nice, a little bit of a clean shot there. Come, Iphigenia. Strike true. <laughs> Twelve to hit. Twelve hits because it is flat-footed. Uh, then don't worry. That- any armor. That's four points of damage. Four points of damage, okay. Uh, and you move to get in that position, or you were I already there? To get there. All right, then. Let's move to Zakari, who beat the lunatics as well. All right. Uh, Zakari will move into the room uh, next to Rafo. Uh, and as he comes up uh, beside him, he's just like, Remember, Rafo, these people... They are mentally ill. They have been turned against us by someone else. Do not use lethal force if you can avoid it. And then he uses lethal force uh, on the one in front of him. (laughs) Just because he thinks he can at least impair it enough for Rocco to non-lethal damage it down. 
because uh, just trying to do non-lethally is not going to be able to hit. So uh, he will actually put on power attack and take a swing. Okay. Uh, and miss with a nine, I assume, against flat-footed. Nine is a miss. Um, that might that might that might come back to haunt you. We'll find out. It is the lunatic's turn. Um, and by the way, they're called lunatics in the book, which is why I'm referring to them as such. Uh, all right, the guy up top here is going to try and sweep around. Uh, past Rafo. So I'm going to do an acrobatics check to avoid an attack of opportunity. Uh, that'll be acrobatics straight up against what I imagine is an amazing CMD for old Rafo. Uh, 16. Sorry, brother, you didn't beat my 27. All right, so he will stop right on the body of his buddy, and uh, I'll get him out of there, and you get an attack of opportunity. All right, and power attack and the uh, close or combat expertise are still on, so you have a good chance of not being hit. Let's see, eighteen on the die for a twenty-four. I don't have a good chance when you're rolling. Uh, uh, how much damage? Max damage again, sixteen points of damage. Wham! <laughs> so he's just like, let me just sneak by. <laughs> he lands right on top of his buddy and dies as well. Oh, oh there's just a pile of blood and viscera crawling down the walls. Uh, all right, seeing this happen, the one across from Rafo uh, just takes a swing out with a uh, like a leg of a chair that has a couple screws on it. Uh, he has the catch off guard feet, which means he doesn't suffer any penalties for using this improvised weapon and you are flat-footed while he attacks you. <gasps> no. Sick little feet. Come on. Good roll. Oh, that's a natty five. <laughs> Big old miss. Uh, the other one here will step up to Rafo, excuse me, to Zakari and try to do the same thing. Uh... Natural two. Natural <laughs> two. And then the guy up top will, uh, this is not a high day as he just pops down uh, and then will try and hit Zakari. He just sees the uh, other you two bodies. Rafa? Excuse me, Rafa. Sees the other two bodies. Makes no, uh, no, no, no real notice of them. Come on, flat-footed. I'm switching die. This is just absurd. Come on. Natural two again. Garbage. Garbage. Wow. Garbage. Wow. Oh, and you know, we were playing a game last night, and this die was crushing it, chaining everything from 18 to 20. And uh, I was rolling initiative pre-session. It was like two, five, seven. I'm like, what happened to this thing? And I thought, you know what? Once we go live, it'll go away. Nope. Two, and I just rolled a seven for the hell of it. Garbage. This leaves a big opening for Johnny Halfling. Johnny, what do you got? Uh, okay, so Johnny Halfling. I don't know if this actually makes a difference, but I'm going to hold until the top of round two. Okay. And then he's going to... He's got some time left on his clarion call with his wand. He's going to do a little inspire courage. Okay. All right. So you will move to the round, top of round two and yeah, sing away. everybody. Hey. <laughs> when this guy fights with his fist, babe... He lays him out with his fist. Wow. It's a ring song by Johnny Hefling. <laughs> and old Shaman, she should be at the top of your worship list. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> Echoing down the hallway. <laughs> At the top of your worship list. <laughs> oh, yeah. So stupid. <laughs> It's Raffo's turn. You are all inspired by the dulcet Raffo. tones of Johnny Eflin. <laughs> I'm Raffo, amazed. Remember, their lives are in your hands. <laughs> I'm amazed that after you heard my fearsome ring entrance music, that a couple of jobbers like you didn't run away from this white meat babyface Raffo Rumblebeard. Time to unleash a flurry of purely lethal damage. He can't oh help himself. Oh, God, this poor Kill him. guy. Uh, first attack is going to be a uh, 17 to hit. 17 hits. Again, against the door. Minimum damage, nine points of damage. Okay, so that's the guy uh, to the north, right? Yes. The guy to the north. Uh, all right, he is still up. Okay, so Rafa will swing at him again with a flurry. Ooh, 14 to hit. That hits as well. Ooh. Ooh okay. That's good. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's what we call in the business overkill. 16. Oh. He's having flashbacks to Magnamar. And you're just using your fists? <laughs> yeah. All right, so the first fist, his like, head batters against the wall, and then as it's ricocheting back, you push your fist straight through his head to the door, and the guy just crumbles <laughs> oh. to the ground. <laughs> there are four dead bodies to the north, or three dead bodies to the north, all from Rafa Rumblebeard's punches. <laughs> The whole wall and door are covered in blood. Like now I'd like to do a knowledge local to make sure these were bad guys. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you don't want to do that, Ro. Um All right, it is uh, Vern's turn. Vern, you see there are two enemy combatants left. Uh, Vern would not dare to get in the middle of this fight. Uh, Vern will delay. Vern will delay. Moving on to Zakari then. Oh, Vern will uh, cheer on Rafa. All right, give me a cheer for Rafa. Yahoo, Rafa! <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo! Yahoo! That's how goblins cheer. Damn it. Rafa, don't you find this fight a bit imbalanced? And uh, he's going to try to swing out with to the guy right in front of him with uh, non-lethal damage. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a long shot to hit, but let's see. Nope. Uh, no. Very, very eight. Very low eight. Okay, and Misses. attempting to do non-lethal damage, does that provoke? No, it, it's not as far as I know. It's just a minus four to it's the minus attack. minus four to the hit. Okay. Um, let me know if uh, people in the chat disagree. I can't remember. Uh, all right, then. It is their turn. The one standing next to Rafo will attempt to hit. Uh, do I stick with these die and hope that the my luck turns around? Yes, I will. All right, here we go. Come on. Come on. Improvise whip. Natural six. Natural <laughs> six. I know. I'm rolling with you, buddy. I'm with you. This is bad. This is bad. You know, I'm going to stick with it, though, because it has to turn around, right? There's got to be a 16 coming. Uh, this one's going to be against Zakari. Uh, again, I'm, I'm swinging at your flat-footed, too. Oh, wow. How did that? How was that a cracked eye? That's weird. Natural two. Wow. Are you all right? Is Natural <laughs> two. It's these lunatics. It's not me. Uh, all right, then. That goes to the top of the next round, and it is Johnny Halfling's turn. Uh, all right. Johnny is going to swing around next to Vern, and then I think it's just going to... I think that's it. 
Just going to keep sticking. Okay, it looks like Rafo and uh, Zakari have this in hand, uh, and it is Rafo's turn. Two guys left. Rafo realizes that um, he doesn't have to impress upon any of these people that wrestling is fake or real in any instance, and he also realizes that with no penalty, he can do non-lethal damage with his swings. <laughs> oh my god, Grant. You got all worked up. How do you th- Why do you think I'm on the run from Magnamar, brother? <laughs> Too excited in the so. ring. You know, no, I myself. mean, we did hire you for your uh, walking lethality. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm not what they call a good worker. I make every punch hurt in the ring. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so he's going to Brawler's Flurry with non-lethal damage, uh, and he is uh, going to go out at the guy right in front of him. Okay. Um, so that is going to be a 13 to hit. 13 to hit is a hit. Okay. Uh, that is going to be four, uh, th- 14 points of non-lethal damage. All right, so he falls unconscious um, okay. from the non-lethal damage. And you still have an attack left, or no? There's a little shuffle, yes. It's a flurry. Uh, gets in there with the next attack, 13 on the die, and the damage Shapers. will be 15 points of non-lethal damage. Uh, and he goes to sleep as well. This <laughs> Rafo cleared that room single-handedly. Five <laughs> enemy combatants. Nobody hit except Rafo. You really should have closed the door. I I, I hit one of them with an arrow. Uh, but we really should have just closed the door and back in. What? We really should have. Eighteen were- seconds. I was very concerned about the layout of this party prior to this combat, but I think it's pretty well balanced at this point. Yikes. Uh, All right, so they crumble to the ground. Uh, As someone just pointed out to me, catch-off guard uh, only makes unarmed opponents flat-footed, not armed opponents. Uh, So it actually, Rafa would be be flat-footed. True. However, Sakari would not be. Uh, it didn't really matter because I couldn't hit anything and Rafo hit everything. <clears throat> also, fun fact, didn't really matter because my flat-footed AC is the same as my regular AC. Oh. Because I'm very slow and wear heavy, <laughs> heavy armor. Uh, not mechanically heavy, flavor heavy. Yeah, we start, I already got <laughs> three emails once you said that. Wait, wait, did you take heavy? I'm a proficiency. Three dead bodies uh, blocking a door to the north. Uh, two unconscious bodies uh, in the rest of the room. One slumped over in front of a door to the south. There's this small set of stairs leading up to a dais that's like three feet off the ground. Um, but otherwise, you don't really see anything in the room besides broken bits of furniture, which is what they were using to mm-hmm. attack you. Uh, Rafo, you hit them. You struck them well. Once you came to your senses, I think they will be out for quite some time. Uh, And I'm going to do a brief uh, heel check just to get a sense of how long he thinks they could be unconscious from this hit. Okay. Uh, If they're going to wake up in the next 60 seconds or if it's like, you know, they could be out for a half hour, an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, That is an 18 heel check. Yeah, probably an hour. Okay. Wow. Wow. So He hit him so hard. (laughs) <laughs> they're just, they're out cold. So Zakari is going to sheathe his weapon and grab them under the shoulders and sort of like move them up by the dais and just kind of prop them up there, uh, like leaning against a wall, sitting up so that they're not laying on their back. Um, okay. Rafa re- just say, we, we can leave them here for the moment. Rafa reaches into his uh, multicolored fanny pack and pulls out 50 feet of rope and says, 
Are you sure you don't want to tie him up, brother? We could. I find it a bit inhumane. As you can see, the ones that are tied up around the corner there, it's is a sight that I cannot unsee. It bothers me greatly. But I say just leave him I, unconscious. Rafa could just knock him out again. This is true. It is not our safety I fear. It is, however, them doing harm to themselves or each other. But, yes, yes, let us not bind their hands just yet. They may need to defend themselves from something far more evil. Uh, and so that's more it. evil than Rafa Rumblebeard. Uh, you know, it's hard to imagine something more patently evil than the man I brought in to this place. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Does anybody else want to do anything with them, or do you want to keep exploring? Yeah, Johnny is gonna go up the stairs and sort of root through his bag and like slip a little pamphlets entitled <laughs> "So You've Been Knocked Out by a Professional Killer." And both of their pockets. <laughs> About the mercies of Shaylin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can Shaylin do for me? Just knocked out by a professional killer. <laughs> Just drop one of the lucky bodies. ones. Perhaps Shaylin has the answer. Perhaps Shaylin can help. Uh, uh, all right. What would you like to do? He'll say, Ruffo, over here. And we'll try to open the door to the south. Okay. Mm. There's uh, a small room unexplored right in the middle of everything we've explored so far, and it seems a, f- a finite room, maybe 20 feet by 15 feet. As you open the door, you feel that you're just off as it's a hallway. Damn it. Uh, it's 15 feet by 15 feet. Wow. There is a door leading into what you would assume is a 15 by 15, or is it? Or is it an extra dimensional space? Uh, I'll open that door. You'll open that door. You open up this door, and it looks like a storage room full of mundane asylum equipment, uh, primarily like leather straps, buckles, chains, ropes, tools, things they would use to uh, both subdue and, and you know deal with some of their uh, more violent inmates. There are also three closets. Um, one of them is a jar and it looks like there's a toilet in there when Zakari opens the door though you see a dead body covered in blood like it's been um, eviscerated oh god oh god and it's draped like a tablecloth over a toilet seat that has been ripped off the wall oh and there are two of these lunatics covered in blood from their hands all the way up to their necks. And it looks like they're playing a game of imaginary cards over the body <laughs> and using dismembered bits of the body as gambling chits. They're just playing the game. And they're not even looking at you. You see them like... I'll close the door. Yeah. <laughs> As you close the door, the guy says, I'll raise. And he drops like God. a chunk of intestine on the table. Oh. Ronnie, sing them an inspiring song. <laughs> hey. Uh, 
Oh, God. Don't do that. Hey, maybe don't do that. Please don't do that. It's really messing me up a lot. <laughs> shut, please shut the door. Please, please shut the door. Please shut the door. Uh, I'll raise very calmly. Wow. Uh, I wonder if I uh, maybe should revise how I feel about killing those other ones in there. Uh, they're all going to act like this, or do you think this is just a couple's card? Gambling with the, you know, entrails of another man. It's hard to say, Rafo. It's not exactly as if they are pure evil and they find this to be amusing. They do not know what they are doing. They are Mm. not understanding what is happening around them. It couldn't be more obvious to me. Uh, I've seen things like this before. I mean, not exactly this. This is particularly unique. But I have seen uh, illness of this nature. It is uh, unfortunate, and it needs careful guidance, something they are not getting here. These people, though, do not deserve to die, in my estimation. He's going to close the door. Now we have an option here. Could go in quickly, subdue them, though of course it could be dangerous. You never know, Rafo. Uh, be bold as you may in the last room. It could be one... Phantom strike you do not expect in the wrong place at the wrong time could do damage that we do not need to take. Uh, It seems to me that they are quite preoccupied, so perhaps we leave them for the moment, save their lives. Or we could go in and try to subdue them, tie them up. I say we leave them, brother. That is fine with me, Vern. Well... I was thinking about joining them in their game so I could understand how they think and then perhaps, you know, beat them at their own game, thus ensuring that they will never want to play again. What do you think of that as a strategy? While I think it is uh, quite remarkable and not something I thought of, it would take a great deal of time, I'm afraid. Uh, Uh, Poker is not a game that is played lightly or quickly. It takes a long time to beat one at his own game, as you say. Ah, that's where you're wrong, because they're clearly not playing poker. They're clearly... <laughs> oh. oh, one day I'll teach you the game they're playing. <laughs> oh, Vern, you know this game? Oh, I've, I know it well! <laughs> it's not you ideally sound... played with Viscera, but it can be, I guess. You sound a lot like Tiny Murder Clown. I'm getting a lot of yeah. Tiny Murder Clown vibes. <laughs> exactly the same thing. Burn has moved a little bit in Tiny Murder Clown's direction. <laughs> um, let us perhaps leave them for now. I suspect that if we are able to find this villain, uh, Keeper Crove, is that correct? Yes. Uh, if we are able to find this villain, Keeper Crove, the, these two will probably still be here when we return, so... Let us move along. Is there a way to see if they're under the effects of a suggestion spell like the wand we found at the moment? Perhaps. Perhaps, though I'm not sure what we could do. The damage has been done. Okay. Go with your instincts, Rafo. They serve you well. Let us move along. All right. A lot of unexplored territory here. Um and uh, it seems like there's at least one other level um, too. You go to the door to the north. 
Do you pop it yes. off? Go to the north. Go to the north. Open it. You open it. Uh, Damn it. There's a hallway no. that goes left and right, all the way to the left to the west there. There's a door straight ahead of you. Uh, is a five-foot-long hallway that ends in a door. And then all the way to the east, looks like the hallway continues up as well. If you take an E, the letter E, and just push it on its back, it, it doesn't look like that. It looks more like what an F would look like, you think. <laughs> if you kicked an F right in the shin and it fell, that's what it would look like. I will give you five American dollars for every door that we open that you don't say it's a hallway with multiple other doors in it. <laughs> you so, so start rewriting this map and just making it big open rooms full of awesome enemies, please. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> vamp. All Can right. you vamp for a couple minutes? <laughs> All right. Another door to the north. The door to the north. The door to the north. Raffo. <laughs> Kick uh, it yes. down, brother. Raffo kicks the door open. Rafo just kicks the door open, and you see a dude. Ooh. Ooh. That's five for you, Troy. That's no hallway. That's right. That's no and I, and I threw that Nailed dude in there so fast. <laughs> uh, all right, so this looks like uh, you know from the geography of the place looking outside that this leads directly to outside it's like a side entrance um he you kick the door open and the guy's like ah, 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 and he just goes to swing it you roll for initiative yeah and, baby uh, roll rickety roll let's do it oh there we go sakari busy crushing it sakari burn what'd you get Burn got a 17. Bam, 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 salad. Rumble beard. How about a natural one? Come on. Give, this, give this guy a chance. 12. 12, brother. All right. And what's your initial bone? Three. Three. Okay. Zakari. Vern, you see, we work so well together. I got a 17 as well. Ooh, uh, but I'm sure you're faster. Plus three. Mine is plus zero. Okay. What about Johnny H? 25. Whoa! Oh, that's what we want out of the Johnny H. Johnny That's why Halfway. we brought him along. So this guy's like, ah, ah, and he just uh, tries to come at you. Johnny Halfling, what do you do? Uh, Johnny Halfling is going to start summoning Monster One. <gasps> Whoa! Very cool. The old summon Monster One. A classic. A classic skid spell, too. Um, all right, then. It goes to Vern. Uh, Vern is going to, uh, hmm, again, stuck in the back. Uh, Vern is going to delay. Vern's going to delay. Okay. Um, then we'll go to Zakari. Uh, Zakari is going to reach out and, uh, touch Rafo with his left hand uh, on the shoulder and, uh, give him a touch of good. Um, seeing that, uh, or at least sensing the presence of this armed and armored person around the door, he wishes Rafo the easiest of luck taking this guy out quickly. So, touch of good. It's going to give you a plus two on attack rolls, skill checks, ability checks, and saving throws for the next round. 
All right, little touch of good. This guy goes. He steps right in front of the door, a little five-foot step, swings through it as it's at the door. He kicked it open. The door hasn't even, like, hit the end of its hinges yet. He swings through with this makeshift club to try and hit a flat-footed Rafa Rumblebeard. Natural three. Oh, my goodness. I mean, this is getting out of hand. And I'm using multiple <laughs> dice. This isn't just one die that's eating shit. Uh, so that's going to be an eight against flat. No, brother. No, I had to ask because I know you're not wearing any armor. Uh, all right, so he just misses wildly. And, uh, Rafo, you then get to react. Not sure why you think I'm not wearing any armor, brother. This beautiful purple mithril chain. It's not mithril, but it, it oh, looks right. like mithril. Right. Um, Rafa will uh, go ahead and non-lethally strike out at these, this guy. Okay. Um, he's better geared, obviously, and seems like he, um, he might be like more into the cause of whatever's happening in this, uh, this asylum, but he, he wants to take mercy after hearing Zakari. Uh, and a plus two on everything? Yep. Yes, plus two on everything. Not damage. Okay. Just, uh, just to hit and saving throws and skill checks. 16 to hit. That's going to do it. Nice. Non-lethal. 15 points of damage. My D8s are dropping like boulders. Oh, God. We are uh, the antithesis of each other in terms of dice rolling. Uh, he is still standing from that hit. Uh, it's a weird little uh, corridor you got here. Um, it's really just Rafo versus him with everybody else in the back doing some buffing. Um, do you have another attack, Rafo? I, I do, brother. Let's see what you Thanks got. Thanks for getting up in my business. I rolled a 14 on the die that time. That'll do. Mike. That'll do, pig. Uh, that will be 13 points of non-lethal damage with the 1-2 to the chin. Some Boom. sweet chin music. Boom, and that one just like, uh, something happens in his spinal cord and the lights go out and he falls to the ground. Uh-oh. Johnny, roll a perception check. You're concentrating on summoning this monster, but roll a perception check because you feel like you just heard something. <gasps> uh, let me see. That's a 19. You heard a door fly open and then coming up somewhere in the direction of, you're not sure if it's the hallway to the east or to the west. It sounds like it's coming from all around you. So let's stay in initiative order here. And it is Johnny Halfling's turn. Okay. Johnny is going to shout out. Hey, guys, I heard something running around. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and he all right so which okay it's coming from down you're not sure it's coming west. from the east or the west it sounds like it's coming from both okay so Johnny is going to finish his spell and summon Melanie the p- celestial poison frog <laughs> <laughs> Melanie um, why Melanie that's I, I didn't name her that's her name okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a frog. Uh, I'll give you control, and then uh, you can. <laughs> I didn't name her. Uh, <laughs> you can put it anywhere you want. Okay. Yeah, Melanie is gonna appear on the western end of the corridor, actually right in front of the door. Uh, let's see if she can get a look at whatever's if anything's coming. Okay. All right. So Melanie just <laughs> appears uh, right at that corridor uh, as a watch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you still have your action. Yeah, and Johnny is going to draw his old 
Old Slingy, Mr. Slingy. He's going to pull his sling out. Pulls yeah, out the sling. Swinging it. All right. Uh, Vern's turn. Vern, roll a perception um, check. Sorry, just just quick point of order. Uh, Johnny, if I'm not mistaken, you could uh, ready an action to sling at anybody who came around the corner. Oh, yeah, example. yeah. That I I will do that, yeah. He's going to sling at any, any enemy that he sees come around. Okay. Uh, Vern, I was going to say roll a perception check, but you hear what uh, Johnny tells you. You're like, there's, there's something or someone coming. On both, on both sides. So it sounds like. Still okay. distant. Uh, Vern will also ready an action that if he sees an enemy come around the corner or sees someone come around the corner, he will cast a spell. Okay. Uh, so we got a ready, a ready, and then it's Zakari's turn. Zakari's going to come down looking both ways, like not understanding uh, what's happening, um, but just going on the, uh, the comment of Johnny. He's going to come back out into the hallway looking left to right. Uh, and he's going to do total defense. Total defense. Okay. <clears throat> At that moment, do you, Johnny, see through the eyes of Melanie? No. Or you can't, like, communicate? All right. No. I mean, I can direct her, but I can't see through her eyes. Okay. Well, at that moment, Melanie sees uh, two orderlies coming up the hallway. Um, they get within about 20 feet of her and stop. They can't do anything else. Um, so they're just like running with clubs in hand. Uh, and uh, Melanie is just like a regular sized frog. She's just a tiny little frog just sitting there watching them run. <laughs> Let me make her more to scale that. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. That would actually be perfect for Johnny Halfling. Like you got to get her. You got to get her singing. Yeah. There's Melanie now. It's still she's still wildly big for what. Yeah, it's I'm gonna make her too big. There she is. <laughs> That's amazing. They're just gonna step on her. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they they ran out of movement. It wasn't out of fear. Um, sure, it wasn't. <laughs> wait, wait. There's a small bullfrog. <laughs> Stop. Uh, Close right. ranks. <laughs> it, is, it is Rafa's turn. Rafa, you yet again knock some dude unconscious. One of these orderlies just oh, hit to the jaw. He crumbles down and falls. What do you do? You hear that the others are uh, dealing with something. Uh, and I do. Did, did anyone scream out? That, oh no, they can't see. So uh, I guess Rafa. <laughs> 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 I just recently Amazing. watched a Vice documentary about one of the reporters going to the Amazon to get high on poisonous dart frogs, and it was pretty good. Um, so, uh, Rafo, I guess he'll, he's just going to take a chance, and he's going to run out. He's <laughs> get that full screen. He's holding a wand. <laughs> I am Melanie. <laughs> 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 you best stand back or I shall use my magics. From, from Frogwarts. <laughs> Frogwarts. I had a bottle cap and I was like, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> he couldn't on that. Frogwarts. Rafa will. Oh, sorry. He's moving Vern on accent. Rafa will move adjacent 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yep. That's as far as Rafa can get down the hallway. Okay. All right, so uh, Rafo uh, single moves yeah, or doubles? I guess I'll double move. 15, 20, we'll clog 20, it up. There's okay. two people. Uh, and I'll move right up next to this dude. 
Ooh, because I just watch, watch out for Melanie. What balls? gingerly steps over and shows more care for the life of this amphibian than he ever has for a mammal. Mammal. A mammal. A mammal. A mammal. All right, new round. Uh, it is Johnny Halfling. You had ready an action, but no one came around the corner, so you and Melanie can act. Okay, so Melanie is going to rivet, and she's going to just hop, flop, flop, flop down the hall and try to... She's going to incur an attack of opportunity. <laughs> she from, goes and tries to go through its... All right, yeah. so he just, like, boom, comes down with a club to try and squash her. I can't even imagine. Uh, oh, of course, now I roll a 22 to hit. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> so he comes swinging down with the club and does six points of damage. Okay. Uh, Melanie is, is gone. Oh, <laughs> no. Do you have a, uh, a death song oh for God. Melanie or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, my baby. Goodbye, my honey. Goodbye, my frog time gal. Oh, God. <laughs> There's blood everywhere. It's just uh, horrible. Poor. <laughs> get it angled towards her. There oh. it is. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> just skids to the back of the wall. Melanie! <laughs> no, oh God! Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> I told you this would be spooky tonight. Uh, all right, Johnny, you still get your standard. All right, Johnny is gonna round the corner, and he is yeah, he's gonna cry out, Melanie! No! And he's going to try to <laughs> sling past Rafo into the one pa- just past him and miss. All right, so he swing, <laughs> slings and uh, it bounces off the wall and uh, lodges itself in Melanie's corpse. Uh, he's crying. He's like falling, <laughs> crying. Tears in his eyes. Dabbing his tears away with his towel. No. Vern, you had ready an action as well. It didn't come through. You want to roll another perception? Sure. Why not? Why not, I say? Uh, Natty 19 for 27. You definitely heard footsteps from the other hallway. You guys, and you think to yourself, we left all those doors open. On Uh, purpose. Okay, uh, I will ready the same action. Okay, ready the same action. Very good. Uh, Then it is Zakari's turn. So he hears this too. He knows that there's trouble. Mm-hmm. To yeah, the east I imagine as well. you're all sharing ins- information constantly. Okay, so 15 feet, uh, and he will come around the corner. Uh, weapon raised. What does he see? All right, so you bebop around the corner, and you see two more of these dudes. Oh no, just one more. Thank God. <laughs> no, four more. No, yeah, it's just one. Uh, no, just you one. see one young red dragon. <laughs> One young red dragon squeezing <laughs> through the hallway. <laughs> Plume of fire straight down the hallway. You see this guy, he's about 10 feet from you uh, when you turn, and he's rushing down uh, with club in hand. And you just see in his eyes, there's just like nobody home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, sounds good. Uh, Zakari is going to steal himself for battle. Uh, he's going to step forward. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, he what? is uh, separated from Rafo like this, sort of out here alone. He is going to 
cast divine favor on himself. Okay. So he takes, he comes up 15, he sees this one guy coming at him strong, and he's just like, I need the blessings of Ahsoka. And he touches uh, his chest and casts divine favor, thus lowering his AC slightly for the round. Ooh, but you get a bonus to attack. And damage. And damage, okay. Bold move, uh, but you're, you're cocky because I can't hit anything besides a frog, so it might be the smart move. No, no, no. I mean, if I was cocky, I would just go in and swing away for it, but I just like... I, just, I don't know. I, I want to do a little divine favor. I want to ask for the blessing of right. my deity for this well, fight because I think it's going to be a little bit kind of one on one. He's going to uh, step up as long and, as Rafa's on the other side. He's going to take up and step up and take a swing at you. And you know what? He's going to try and trip you again just because it was fun last time. Let's see if I can. Oh no! Get it. Here we go. Uh, improved trip doesn't provoke and twenty one against EMT. <laughs> Look at his face. Whoop! <laughs> All right, tripped. <laughs> I mean, it's just not even fun. I, you know, everybody can laugh and have a really good time. I always sit here being fucking miserable. <laughs> just now you're sucks. on the ground, and he's got he's got the high ground. He's just gonna sucks. beat you to death with a club. <laughs> <laughs> just pounding on my head, <laughs> like, over and over and over and over. Kill the <laughs> uh, uh, the come guy, on, man. The guy standing next to Rafa. I will give you five American dollars. If Rafo is tripped once in the entire existence of his character on the network, I, I know what his CMD is. I'm not going to try to trip. Actually, him. you know what? That's the thing. He he does have a ridiculous CMD, so that's totally different. Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. He, he happens uh, to be a brawler. Uh, he's going to just try to hit Rafo. Um, let's see. Batter up. Sixteen. Miss brother. Oh. All right. The other guy. Uh, you haven't opened this door here. All right, he's going to move action, open that door, and then move 5, 10, <gasps> 15, 20, 25, 30 into this room. We got a game going on here. You know, this is such a silly combat, but I'm having no, 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 so no, no. much no, no, fun. No, 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 no. Both doors are closed. Oh, Both that's doors are closed. right. So he has to stop in front of that door. Uh, and, who and then knows? use another action next round to open it. Actually, open. truth be told, who knows what's happening in that room? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I don't no, want to know. Do you think he gets tempted by the game? He stops. He's like, you know what? I'm going to buy in. What's uh, the buy in? in? What's the, the buy in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the buy in is one organ. <laughs> so he goes through there and uh, we'll see if he comes out uh, next round. <laughs> Does he make it out the other side? <laughs> I forgot that door was closed. Uh, all right. New. No, excuse me. It is Rafa's turn. What you did to that poor innocent frog is unforgivable. <laughs> I can still see its bloodied corpse on the path. I'll laugh about that first thing I when mean, I wake up tomorrow. And by the way, I have played enough Roll20 to have seen that blood spatter a million times. I've used it a million times, but never to that effectiveness. That is the most effective blood spatter I've ever seen in Roll20. turning it slightly, it looks... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Rafo God. is going to take mercy on him, however, and strike out twice with a brawlish flurry, non-lethally. The Have first attack is a natural one. Oh, oh no. 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 But you have to confirm it because it was a flurry, so you get multiple I don't. Do we? <laughs> do you? I don't, Joe. Yeah, you, I'm pitching it. That's an O'Brien lie. Uh, no, no, right? I don't know. 
What do you mean, right? This is a house rule does at your, all. Does your BAB grant you two attacks? No. Okay, then that is a fumble. <sighs> I don't like it, Grant. I'm so sorry, pal. I'm I, so sorry. I, I want to turn your pawn to face me. Um, yeah, I couldn't turn him. I can't turn him either. Uh, oh, you know yeah, what? I'm going to move it's him. awful. I know I can't because of where the, the dot is. Anyways. Yeah. You're just hitting sure like da- back fist, back fist, back fist. David Winters is out there. He's like, you idiots. Shift, shift, <laughs> Z. Uh, all right. This one from Steve in Vancouver, Washington. Domestic <gasps> edition. Oh, domestic. Uh, oh, come on. Have another roll, bread boy. <laughs> damn it. Uh, your attack is so wild, it could only be Phrasma or some other agent of fate messing with you. For the next 1d4 rounds, every time you have to roll a d20, roll twice and take the lower result. For how many rounds? You, for 1d4 rounds. If you fumble again during this time, increase the number of rounds you are affected by this fumble by one, in addition to any effects of the new fumble. If you are able to successfully crit during this time, the effect is immediately removed, but like it's very unlikely you'll That's crit. two weeks in a row that I've gotten the, if you do this, it, it increases it extends, a round. Right? Yeah, yeah. that happened That's in, wild. That's in wild. Yeah. All right, let's see how many rounds. Two rounds. Okay. So two rounds, roll twice and take the lower result. Wow, the opposite of bit of luck. Uh, all right, you still have uh, another attack left, but you will need to roll twice and take the lower. Okay, and I'm hoping the lower will be a five because I still have uh, Johnny's spell, lucky number. Lucky number, which right? Me to re-roll. Yeah. So oh, hopefully. that's cool. Yeah, that's right. But then, do you have to roll them both on the re-roll? No, probably not. No. Uh, okay, so that was two, <laughs> two, two terrible rolls. A total. Can you of deal all. with that? A total of an eleven to hit on the second attack. You actually miss. Oh no! Wow, Grant. All right, I feel like I want to have like a handheld right now and hold it out to you, Grant. How does it feel to miss an attack? Uh, you know, I've been watching Joe do it for years, so I'm prepared. Uh, I got a really good coach. We went through all the film. Uh, we studied kind of despair and just disgust with this game in general, but the tenacity to keep on going that's in Joe, I mean, it's fueled by bread and alcohol, but it's going to keep me going, too. Grant, do you just want to do what you can to help the club? Uh, yeah, I just yeah. want to play a good game, just, I was just do what gonna I can say, for the team. You know, I, I got to do better. I got to do better. Uh, my teammates, uh, you know, rely on me. We went out there and executed our game plan, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then invoke religion. God willing, we'll be able to come back next week and do it right. Caden <laughs> Halen uh, allows it. We'll all be uh, at the bar later tonight. <laughs> it's the top of the next round, and it's Johnny Halfling's turn. Hey, He's Johnny. S- still crying, right. I'm assuming. Yeah, Johnny's still weeping. He's like, Melanie! Melanie! He's just like staggering <laughs> forth towards Rafo with his hand out, and he just barely summons summons the will to touch him for a bit of luck. Oh. <gasps> Oh, oh, Ooh, a oh. little bit of luck. What does that do? Does that offset the bit of not luck? Roll four times. Uh, yes. And, and take, take the, the second to la- worst results. <laughs> take the mean. <laughs> so, all right, so. <laughs> I think it just offsets. I think he I just think. broke Pathfinder, yeah. <laughs> no, it's I really like taking the second worst I think I'll roll four yeah. times. Roll four times roll four and take times the second worst roll. Ne- <laughs> it's, we have to do that. We oh, have that's to do amazing. That. Four oh, times that's amazing. And take the second worst. 
<laughs> Not the worst roll. <laughs> the penultimate worst roll. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Uh, all right, it is Vern's <sighs> turn. Vern, you are still ready in action, but uh, okay. it never happened. You see Zakari go, whoop, fall to the ground. And Vern will say, Zakari, no! And will f- rush to Zakari. And uh, Flavor uh, try to encourage him to stand up and get back in the fight. Oh, I thought you had that uh, uh, that level one cleric spell, anti-prone. Anti-prone. <laughs> anti-prone. Yeah. It just like, <laughs> and you disappear standing up. Kari, you must not slay on the floor. Lay prone while being attacked. And then he will reach out. And cast Sanctuary on Zakari. Ooh, Ooh, nice. Very cool. He will need that if he wants to stand up and provoke, or if he lays there and takes the minus four to AC against melee. It is Zakari's turn. What are you going to do? He will stand up then. Uh, Thank you, Vern. Little provoke, uh, but I've got to roll a will save, right? If If I do hit you? Yeah, I guess if you hit, yeah. Okay. Uh, It is... You... If you any opponent attempting to directly attack the warrior okay. creature. Starts with a will save, right? Yeah. All right, so first a will save. Uh, 16. Okay, that passes. Okay, passes. And I then tried! This, this will be an attack of opportunity at your AC minus four. Natural 20. <laughs> oh. Boom, it comes to... Uh, to confirm, <laughs> it's just so funny, it's so comical. Also against minus four, uh, probably not with a twelve against your AC minus four. Uh, no, that is not confirmed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow, I knew I knew that I was going to keep rolling that die. Something was going to happen. Max damage, seven points of damage either way. Uh, so Zakari ends up getting the brunt of this on an AOO, but you are able to stand. Who hurt you? Uh, <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> and he, I think I, I think I know. Um, yeah, he's just gonna, he's just gonna swing. I think at this guy. Sorry, I got a lot going on right now. He's just gonna swing at this guy with power attack. Okay, um, and try to injure him enough that he can maybe knock him out later. But uh, hey, he just walloped gonna be tough. you. <clears throat> uh, oh my god. 14? 14 does hit. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Lucky. Jeepers. So uh, we're just in the can't best get, I haven't rolled double digits tonight. Uh, okay. Uh, so that will be max damage. That Ooh. is 13 points of damage. Nice. 13 points of damage. So he lands a good strike. Oh, I'm sorry. 14 divine favor. Oh. 14 points of damage. 14 points of lethal damage. I hit him a little harder than I meant to. Lethal damage. And it is their turn. Uh, he will answer back then with a sweet club. Or do I try and trip him again, folks? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Trip, no. Trip, trip, no. Trip, trip. Don't. Here comes the trip, everybody. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Now the 18, you fall on your ass. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> right back down on the crowd. Oh, <laughs> what a spooky episode this evening. <laughs> this is so scary. Uh, and now uh, a swing against Rafa with the other dude. Uh, Seventeen? No, I don't, I don't know what your AC is, dude. No. All right, so he just boom swings it, it chips against the wall. Shards of the club go everywhere, and he misses. There's only two of these guys left. That door to the south there has not opened. 
That guy is still in there. He's just playing cards. Rafo, you hear a bit of a tussle from behind that door. (gasps) Oh, cool. And it sounds like there's some arguing and some shouting. Let's move on to Rafa Rumblebeard's turn. All right, so Rafa will first take a move action in order to grant himself the benefits of improved trip because if we're playing the tripping game, Rafa's got to be a part of it. And I am thrilled to be rolling 4d20. Yeah. Four beautiful d20s for this round. All right. Second lowest. What is the second lowest? (laughs) Okay, so 10, 11, 12, 3. So... Uh, uh, 11 10 10 10 Rafo is not the smartest out there Uh, so that'll be a uh, that'll be a 19 to hit so that'll still hit you know the 3 wouldn't have hit so a bit of luck saved the day bit of unfortunate luck (laughs) thanks Johnny Um, 15 points of Non-lethal damage. Okay, and he hadn't been uh, hit yet, I believe. Um, so he takes a big wallop. Do you have another swing? No, because I took a move action to give myself improved trip. I think I figured out, and I still haven't. Wait. Yeah, there oh, it is. Oh, you oh, need Chuck. I make you big. Then I can spin you. Then I can shrink you back down. And I can enjoy this combat now. Uh, yeah. Dude, you can also just, like, you should be able to do it on a zoom in, zoom out. Like, I, you you know, I, I, the, no matter how far I zoom, that the uh, the little uh, the little circles come up when I click, and it's right over the spin part. Really? Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I got it working, though, so uh, it works. And you're done, Rafa? I am done. Next round, Johnny Halfling. Uh, Johnny is going to take a... Five foot step back and try his luck with Mr. Slingy uh, and miss. And miss. And bit of luck was only one round or two rounds? Uh, just the one round. Okay. So, Rafo, you, your second attack on that uh, after that fumble was at a misfortune, right? Yes. Okay, and then this round was, and you had two rounds, so I'll say you're you're good to Done. act normally this okay. round. Um, do, 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 moving right along, it is Vern's turn. Vern's been uh, just kind of bit, he hasn't really done anything uh, here, but he's still alive. I'm done. I offered so much encouragement to Zakari to stand <laughs> He certainly up. did. And dude, then, and, dude, you also, like, and Sanctuary is an awesome spell, and you just happen to roll rocks for the first time against Matthew's really good call. Yeah. I've, well, when Joe's in the equation, exactly. there are rocks on the what horizon. What were you thinking, Matthew? What, is, what dumb play? <laughs> what dumb play? <laughs> what do you want to uh, do, Vern? Okay, Vern is going to... Okay, so one thing you might not have noticed about Vern... Or cared is about. that... Well, all right. All right. <laughs> just chiming in. Just... All right, I'm going to tell the people who do care. Okay. Uh, one thing you might not have noticed is that Vern is wearing bright red and orange sneakers. <gasps> oh. That function. Jordans? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do we have Jordans in this universe? I mean, yeah. like, there's a Jordan equivalent in every universe. Yes. Yeah, then they're Jordans. Uh, <laughs> they're called Harry T's. They're called Harry T's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they exist pre gap? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> what a breakthrough. What a breakthrough. Uh, these function, however, as daredevil boots. So uh, he will, uh, they allow me uh, a bonus to move through threatened squares. Wow. And include, include it to my oh. acrobatics checks. That's so, so cool. Before you even said it, uh, one guy in the chat was like, Daredevil boots? 
<laughs> it just shows you how little we know Pathfinder when compared to other people. Uh, uh, that's awesome. All right, so what do you want to do? So Vern is going to slip through Zakari's Zikari, square and go to the north to stand so he can see this guy uh, and roll acrobatics to avoid the attack of opportunity. I get a plus five bonus to my roll here. Okay, big swing. Going to have to be oh, high, and it wasn't. I, I rolled a natural two, though, so that's only a 12. Okay. Uh, I missed in the attack of opportunity because I forgot that you had to roll first, so you're okay. Great. Okay. Oh, my God. If you hit him here while I'm prone... It's just so brilliant. Take I him can, out. I can shoot him with the. I can shoot him with the arrow, right? Without the minus yeah. four. Do you yeah. have? Yeah, a, yeah because do you have a precise I'm shot though. That's what I'm asking. Oh. I do not. No, he's, oh. he's I, in he doesn't melee. have cover. At least, at yeah, least he doesn't have cover. He doesn't have cover, but technically is still in melee because Zakari could swing out at a minus four while. Yeah, but it, it is doable. You just got to roll super high, but yeah. you could do it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, his AC is low, dude. Vern will whisper sweet nothings into Ephigenia's, uh Knock and <laughs> fire off. This is a PG thirteen okay. podcast, Matthew. Twenty. Twenty yeah. minus, minus four. four sixteen. That's a hit. Yeah. Okay. Bird, yeah. Oh my god, I love it. Roll damage. Come uh, on, make it high. Two points of damage. <laughs> He's still up. He's still up. Oh, I love you, Vern. I love you. I'm helping. That was fun, though. Fun visual of you zipping around the corner. Oh, yeah, like swinging. I fall down again. He steps over me, uses the opening to shoot. Uh, Zakari, you are down again. Are you still under the effects of Sanctuary? No, I think once I attack, it breaks. I, I, I didn't reread the spell, but I think that's how that works. Once you make the save, you're fine. But other opponents would have to make a save. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And even still, I think if you attack an opponent, it breaks it, I think. But anyway, uh, I'm going to... Trying to decide whether to just like take the swing from prone or not, and and let Vern uh, have this opportunity. Um, You're swinging at a minus four, but you know that his studded leather isn't that great. Yeah, yeah. Zakari is going to like he gets this kind of like viciousness comes up through him, but a small part of his brain it just says like, you know, you don't have to permanently kill him. You could do lethal damage to him, but you have the abilities to heal him back. And you just got to get out of this dangerous position. So he is going to stay prone and try to swing once from okay. the ground. Uh, 14 exactly. Natural 12. Whoa. That hits, right? Natural 12. So with your bonus, minus four is 14 exactly? Yes. That is a hit. Yes. Nice. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. Uh Divine favor, baby, uh, and that is 13 points of damage. Ooh, wow. Wow. Uh, he is down yeah. uh, and bleeding profusely. Uh, you're not sure if there's a heartbeat anymore, uh, but there's blood, like, spurting out, so you think, maybe that's the heartbeat. I wonder how many oh, rounds it has. Oh, <laughs> 13 oh. points of damage. Uh, yeah. Save him if you can. <laughs> I didn't mean to hit his groin that hard. <laughs> really cut the thigh wide open. Just, hit the thermal really, artery. I, I thought he was wearing a cup. <laughs> uh, all right. It is going to be uh, not his turn, certainly, but the guy near Raffo and then the guy who went in the room with the poker players. Hold on a sec. It is his turn in the sense that he could be real. I, you know, I know it's all flavor, but like. All right, he failed to stabilize. I'll put okay, it so he loses one HP. Yeah, if, you're, if your yeah, intention is to try and keep him alive, uh, he did lose one HP. I asked, I asked Vern, too. We'll see what he does. 
<laughs> all right, this guy is going to take just take a swing at Rafo here, and let's see. Twenty to hit, miss brother. Oh, just boom misses against Rafo, and uh, he will. He will actually try to move back and incur. Well, I'll, you know, for the hell of it, I'll try to roll acrobatics to see if I can avoid the attack of opportunity. 18, excuse me, 16 against your CMD. That totally is a not. big miss, brother. All right, go ahead and swing. That's a hit. 13 on the die. Max damage, 16 oh points of God. damage. How many times have you rolled max damage tonight? This dude crumbles while trying yeah. to... Do who knows what. Uh, make one last phone call to his loved ones, perhaps. <laughs> and time passes around, we'll say, and that guy still doesn't come out of that room. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, tell me what you want to do in terms of this dude here. Do you want to try and stabilize him? Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, I will. I will. Um, I mean, Vern can, Vern can cast stabilize for Zakari's okay. instruction. Okay. Okay. Then, boom, he's stabilized. Uh, Thank you, Vern. I will take you out of combat. That guy, nor no one else, exits that room where the two bot, uh, two lunatics were playing poker with the viscera of a, another dead lunatic. And it's awfully quiet in there. Uh, yeah, Zakari doesn't know anything about that, so that's all Rafo and Johnny. Johnny, do you want to accompany me to the uh, strange room over here? Yeah, take a look, big guy. All right. Or Melanie. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, I know she was everywhere. dear to you. She was. Um, Rafa will do a quick perception check at the door, as if listening for the uproarious cheers from the crowd he's used to hearing, but in this instance... <laughs> Listening to see what's happening on the other side. Okay. Um, uh, 17 on the die, so that's a 26. Ooh. Okay, this is what you hear. So, so Grant is going crazy as well because I thought the cards <laughs> were invisible. Or if it's not cards, though. Open the door. Uh, Rafo is going to try to stealthily open the door, hoping that they're still as distracted as they ever were, and his net plus two will not be too much of a detriment. Fourteen. Stealthily open the door. And you see, one of the other lunatics has now died, and the orderly is dead. And the one lunatic that is still alive is covered in blood. His face looks like he bathed in it. And he's just going like he's playing solitaire on their body. And he just looks at you and he's like do you want next game? (laughs) Rafa doesn't even look at him. He turns turns back turns back to Johnny and says Johnny in this situation, do you happen to have a pamphlet covering what Shaylin would recommend? I mean, I've got some stuff that's about gambling. I don't know, kind of non-specific. 
I'll toss them in there. Oh, get out of the way. He like tosses a couple of like, I can't stop gambling pamphlets in there. And just, shut the door, shut the door. Um, why don't we barricade the doors on both sides with just some chairs just to make it difficult for him to get out. Um, so you'd have to at least do a strength check to get out of there. Um, and also, yeah, that would stop other people from trying to investigate. Um, but before we leave, we might want to subdue and then inhumane as Zakari may find it to be and distasteful, we may want to bind this one. Um, so yeah, for the time being, Raffle will go into the next room, kind of the office, the meeting room, and look for a chair and slide it into the doorknob. If the door does open out towards the hallway, yeah, you can make it work. You can find some makeshift barricade to keep that stuff locked up, and it'll do on both sides. Okay, and then do you bind the guy that uh, Vern stabilized? Was that your plan, or you're the guy that you were fighting? Were you doing? Uh, I'll bind the guy that I'll bind the guy that I was fighting. Were you doing non-lethal? Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Um, oh, by the way, I just realized on that last Natty 13, you needed to roll twice and take the lower result. You cheating bastard. No, I said no, that over. because he had one attack left after the fumble, that that counted that as the first round, and then he had a full round of uh, the unfortunate. So there's only two rounds. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. great. Um, all right, so you'll bound, bind that guy up, and then do you want to use your rope to bind the other one up as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, technically, I'd have to probably chop the rope in half to have two 25-foot lengths, but sure. Nobody else has rope. Yeah. I've got okay. rope. Okay. I think I've got rope, too. Okay, good. We'll keep All our right. ropes whole. Great. Then uh, keep your ropes whole and uh, just take uh, two ropes out of your inventories, and you tie those guys up. You're just going to kind of wait and see if they come to, or... The orderlies? Yeah. Was your plan just to not... You don't want to kill them, because you think they're not of their right mind. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's his thinking. But um, I would like to, uh, you know, I just don't want to. I'll put a heartbeat well, still on them, so you know. Yeah, I mean, Vern's Vern stabilized him. Um, he'll he'll lean back to to Vern uh, after he he burns a one charge of the wand on himself uh, as a heal. He looks down at the unconscious body and looks back at Vern and just inquisitively looking at Vern. Uh, as if he's thinking to himself as well should I use a wand on him should I bring him back do you think he could tell us anything of import do you think he's completely lost his mind uh, and one of the main reasons he's asking Vern is because he's uh, you know he's an exorcist like he has a good sense of like people who are maddened by uh, I don't know uh, spiritual um, possession and he might have a good sense of this guy could have anything of interest to tell us um could I, is there is there a check i could do to determine if he was under the effects of a suggestion spell roll a perception check uh okay that's a 23 uh but if it's to detect haunts or incorporeal creatures it's a 25 it is not. Uh, you notice that behind that cage mask on his head, there is uh, a significant amount of blood uh, that looks dry, like it wasn't caused by you guys, like leaking past his eye uh, down to his cheek. And it looks like maybe a cut as well. It appears that he's been cut. Also, that he cries blood. Hmm. 
does not answer my question, but nonetheless, uh, I'm going to do it on yeah. the off chance that he has Ooh. something to say. One second, Zakari. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, I, sorry. I tied up my guy. You frightened me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, boom! Just kidding. I flinched. <laughs> um, why don't we try to take off uh, the, the cage around his head before we revive him? Maybe he'll be in a better mood. Maybe it's hurting him. Uh, perhaps, but he may be a biter. Uh, All right. Um, we could remove it. Uh, can I do a heel check to see if we can remove it without killing him? Uh, yes. I don't know if it's just, like, set over the top of his head or... 20, yeah, even. No, it's, it's, uh, just, it's, it's not going to kill. Okay. I didn't know if they, like, stapled cages to their heads or something awful. He'll remove the cage remove from the his cage. head. And you see, uh, right above his eyelid, a... Uh, it looks like a scar that's slightly coming down. So he could reason that, right, from his medical experience yeah. that he had been lobotomized? It's weird, though. It doesn't look like it's been stitched up. It looks like there was a scar that has been, like, healed magically, but not all the way, and there's a little bit of blood coming out. Oh, he's been lobotomized, Vern. Uh, this is not possession we are dealing with. This is... Fascinating. I've Quite only the known a f- Yes, exactly. I've only known a few chirurgeons who could pull off such a procedure uh, and have the patient live. But I think it stands to reason this person will have no ability to tell us anything of consequence. Yes, if you were to kill him, I could cast Speak with Dead. But as for the moment, he's alive and not much to be done. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll just, uh, we'll leave him, but, uh, I'm fine with binding his hands. Well, you know what? I don't want to waste all this rope. Uh, but in either case, um, let's put him in the room with the other ones and, uh, or with the one that you did and we could, uh, oh no, wait, that one was just playing cards. Sorry. The one that you barred the door. Anyway, let's just leave him and, and move on. Okay. Leave him, move on. Where do you guys want to go next? You oh, gotta- but we take the weapon. We take the weapon. Take the club. Okay. And the cage helmet. And we'll just, like, toss them in another room or something. Great. Uh, uh, we got a lot of doors There's here. two more doors to the north. Rafa, you want to open the uh, door there you're standing in front of? Yes, brother. Okay. Um, and he'll just open it casually, not stealthily, not kicking it open. He feels, like, pretty safe right now. Okay. Um, you open the door casually. And you see another library. Looks like there's a ton of books. Uh, You can't really see what they're about. Um, But roll a perception check. Sure. Uh, Not good. That is a 13. 13. You hear. (laughs) I think there's someone in there, Zakari. You might be better with your words than I am. All right, step back. Very cautiously, Zakari will come around the door, keeping his weapon in hand but low and sort of behind his leg so as to not appear threatening. Uh, And he will... Do a perception check. Glance around the room. 
a little bit closer. Uh, natural 20, 30. Nice. Okay. Mm. You come into the room and you hear that sound much louder than uh, Rafo does. And you see immediately that sitting or laying under the table right to your right is another one of these patients, you assume, completely naked, laying there, looking up at you and giggling. <laughs> And with the 30, he doesn't see anything else. No, just this uh, man lying on his back, no clothes whatsoever, just looking at you and laughing. (laughs) Zakari will step back out of the room and close the door. Close the door. I'm going to hear that in my dreams. Yep. <laughs> Skid has a fantastic close the door gift over and over. It's amazing. Uh, so yeah, we'll close that door. And again, this is this just it's just it hurts Sakari's heart, man. I mean, yeah. As as a medical professional, like this, these are people that should be cared for, and it really, really sucks. Uh, okay. Asoka, bless them. We will do what we can once we clear this place. So we'll open the door in the northeasternmost portion of the wing of the asylum, thus clearing out what we can see in the northern portion. Well, okay, not quite. More yep. room. Well, that's what you're... Yeah. Um, all right, so you open up this room. It looks like an examination room of some sort. Um, there's a, a table with straps uh, and some dry spots of blood on the floor, but otherwise empty and there's, there's really nothing else not even trash lying about just an empty table with straps and dry blood on the floor okay uh, perception uh, that's a 21 you don't see anything of import okay final room that rests in the northern portion of the asylum ooh yeah, you pop it open, and it's like a storage room. Uh, you see extra furniture, uh, more restraints, and uh, some weird supplies, uh, maybe experimental supplies. Uh, but that's it. I wonder if perhaps we are wasting our time with this. Maybe time to move downstairs. Downstairs is my suggestion as well. Of course, there is... Plenty to the south we have not explored. We saw the size of the building outside. But we may be wasting time in giving this crow creature a time to escape. And downstairs know. is where I would hide from a, you know, interdimensional horror. Wouldn't you? Yes. yes. Yeah. Always flee to the basement. Always. And lock yourself there. Lock yourself uh, in. Uh, yeah, I'm down with it. So let's head to the unguarded stairwell. Uh, there are two uh, of these afflicted uh, patients of the asylum guarding the uh, first two stairwells we saw. So we will head uh, to... Hopefully it goes to the same place. We don't know that at this point. But at least we won't have to unnecessarily subdue some unwell people. So you're going downstairs, eh? We are, buddy. We yep. are. Let's take you to a new map then. Shagun, 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 shagun. 
Oh, man. Uh, all right, then. Um, there's a little tiny sliver there. Um, I think you can see. And I will put your heroes in place. Do you see the little sliver? <clears throat> yes. 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 So yes. dear. There that you are. That's very little. You're, you're walking down, and um, the atmosphere gets damp immediately. You can feel moisture on your skin within seconds of passing the threshold to go downstairs. And uh, the architecture changes as well. The walls, ceilings, and floor are all stone. Um, and then as Rafo rounds the corner, I assume you're in the front, Rafo, you see an iron door uh, just standing there in front of you, whereas all the other doors were wooden. I'll reveal that to you as well. Um, there's nothing written on the door, nothing to otherwise uh, set it apart from any other door outside of its material, correct? Correct. Okay, so Rafo... Probably won't be able to listen through an iron door, so he will issue a uh, perception check in order to just attempt to open the door. <laughs> Isn't this terrifying, just seeing that? Like, because yeah. I don't get to see your map, and now I'm looking on the stream. It just is... You don't know what is going on here. It's, it's really... This, this uh, is the most horrifying <laughs> sliver since that awful <laughs> Billy Baldwin movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Sliver. Nicely done, Skid. Uh, Johnny, do you want to go right behind Rafa? Because I can get out of your way. I was just sort of expecting us to be the first two down, but it's up to you. Johnny. Hmm? Oh, what? sorry, what'd you say? Did you want to go in second right behind Rafa? Yeah, I was going to stick with Rafa. Okay, so take a step up and then I'll take that space that you were in. There yeah. we go. Okay. Um, oh god, this is crazy. So you just open the door, Rafa? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I can attempt to do it stealthily, I will. You can always. <laughs> out of the box, and it was a good roll. Shit. Twice. It always is. It always is out of the box. I do the same thing. Uh, eight. Eight. <laughs> Big iron door. Slams open, and you see a hallway. A door immediately <laughs> to your right. And then uh, 15 feet away, another door to the north. Just missed out on an easy five bucks. You could have made five bucks. Bam. <laughs> uh, no, if it wasn't another, <laughs> was another hallway with multiple doors. Uh, don't worry. We'll open the one immediately to uh, the south, to the right of the door reopened, uh, because it's closest. Okay. No other you reason. Op- you open the door to the south, and uh, there are some people inside, it looks like. Great. It's like they're having a little party. Um, in fact, you open the door and you see the following. Uh, the stone tiles of the floor, whereas like the floor you're on now, it's all just slate colored stone. The, t- the color in here uh, of the tiles, the stone tiles are all like a deep green. Um, and right when you open the door, you hear... All around you, maniacal laughter, cries of pain in the distance, screams just like, ah, 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 from somewhere deeper, deeper in, uh, and then off-key singing somewhere as well, echoing from all around you. Another iron door uh, directly across from this room where there are four more lunatics chained 
to the floor, but they got long, long chains. And you see the hallway or the room that they're standing in as a hallway that extends to the west. The minute you open the door, they turn to look at you and they rush at you while attached to their chains. Uh, let's roll for initiative and see what you want to do here. Hey. Okay. <clears throat> Horrifying. Horrifying. They're all changed. Yeah, really good for a Halloween episode. Yeah, right? this is perfect. Like clearing an asylum. It's brutally scary. Much of good is no longer active, correct? Yeah, it was just one round. Oh, great. Oh. Uh, <laughs> were you using it that whole <laughs> that second combat? Maybe. <laughs> I think you were still hitting the AC by plus four every single time. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we still have protection from evil on. That's minutes per level. I'm assuming no. it's been more than what five minutes. I haven't had that on. Yeah, yeah I, I turned it off. All right, so they are they are chained to the floor, but it looks like they got plenty of length of chain to get at you. Uh, so let's talk about initiative here. It is Johnny Halfling's turn. All right, it's Johnny Halfling. What is your roll? <laughs> oh, wow, I, my that, turn's very say. presumptive of you. <laughs> Sorry. 18. 18 for Johnny H. Vern? Yep. Uh, Vern got a 7. 7 for Vern. Slow. You're, you're in the back there. You're in the back. Zakari? 6. 6 for Zakari and Rafo. 16. 16. What's your uh, initial bone? Plus three. Plus three. Let me just take a look here. Okay. It is Johnny Halfling's turn. Johnny, you hear the screaming. You hear the echoes of laughter, crying, and even singing. And now it sounds like it's all around you from the weird acoustics of this place. But you do know that just on the other side of this door that Rafo opened, there's a number of people just screaming. You hear chains dropping to the floor, and you know a fight's about to begin. Okay. Oh, God. Johnny is... He's going to kind of slip behind... Rafo to get a good look into the room and do a perception check. Okay. Uh, 26. Okay. Um, yeah, you see four more of these uh, similar uh, inmates that you've been fighting, but these ones look like they're even in worse shape. They have a sickly uh, color to their skin. Uh, they still look human, uh, but they just look like super malnourished and like they have been uh, abused. And they're they get a feral look in their eyes as they're starting to reach towards y'all. Okay. Uh, Johnny is going to reach out and use a domain ability and give a get protection from evil to Rafo for three minutes. Okay. Wow. Boost that to is an AC. amazing ability. Uh, plus two to Which AC and that? saves, right? Uh, that's good. Uh, it's, yeah, it's plus, uh, plus two deflection bonus to AC, resistance bonus on saves against evil creatures. Okay. Oh, it's your spell. It's your domain spell. Uh, yes. No, no, it's not, because I have my domain spells down here. It's, it, it is an ability. I'm not sure where I get it from, actually, but, uh. Okay. Okay. It's just a Johnny Halfling thing. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> it's a, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't understand. understand. It's Johnny Halfling. It's Johnny Halfling. Protection from evil, Halfling though, does. has Johnny Halfling. <laughs> uh, Rafa, you do get the jump here, and now you are protected by the forces of evil. What do you do? Oh, God. I'd like. I want to investigate this whole place, but I also just don't want to, like, hurt 
people. Um, Rafo like really let let uh, let the uh, just the excitement and adrenaline of battle get to him earlier uh, when he killed those people, and he's starting to feel real guilty about it. Um, but I guess because we have to continue to go, uh, Rafo's going to enter the room. Okay. Five foot step. Move action. Uh, another use of martial flexibility. Improved trip. Uh, and will trip the person in front of him. Okay. Probably with ease. Unless you give me uh, a nat one. See. Uh, nope. That is a 26. Yeah, he is tripped. Nice. <laughs> uh, all right, so boom, he hits the ground hard on the back of his head. Uh, and it is his turn. Um, he immediately tries to uh, stand up so you get an attack of opportunity. 18 on the die. 18 Non-lethal. On the, uh, all right. Uh, 13 points of damage. He stands up and goes right back down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right in the side of the jaw. <laughs> um, in the meantime, the two on the side here both step up. One's climbing over the chairs, and they both take swings at you with, like, rusty knives. And this long... The guy on the right's got this long thing. Looks like a screwdriver. And they just kind of stab at you. Uh, and when you are unarmed, they, you are flat-footed. However, natural two on the first one. And then the guy with the screwdriver-looking thing... Uh, that is going to be a 12 against flat-footed. He misses as well. Uh, the other guy will... Uh, you know, I'll have this guy move up further to do that. And then the other guy will come up and try and swing at you as well and miss. So they all three miss. Uh, and their chain looks like it has plenty of length um, as well. And you hear more screaming coming from down the hallway. God. And it is Vern's turn. Vern's turn. More screaming coming down from the hallway to the north? Uh, no, like coming past them. But it's this weird, the way it's echoing, it's coming from all around you. Because actually where you're standing, Vern, uh, or where Johnny's standing, I should say, Johnny, now that you've moved into the space, you can see, in addition to that uh, door to the north, there also looks to be a staircase right at the edge of the end of that hallway as well. Mm. So the sound is coming from all around you. It's hard to quite pinpoint where exactly it's coming man okay uh check one thing yeah I think I, I it would make sense that for spiritual weapon I have to be able to see where it's I'm gonna put it right so uh Vern will slip in uh he'll he'll move through Johnny's square to stand up here up north and cast spiritual weapon Okay. And a, a spiritual dagger, a weapon made of pure force, appears, and it uh, will appear directly. It'll appear directly behind this kind of clump of guys in that square. Okay. Yep. Nice. And uh, <laughs> as a large spiritual dagger, I appreciate that. It's huge! My God, look at the size of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just confirming my bonus to this, and then it will take a swing at that guy. A swing. Base attack bonus plus your wisdom modifier. Okay. You can control that dagger now, too. That is a 23 to hit. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. just appears and stabs the dude God, right next to God. <laughs> because it's this a spiritual insane. dagger, it deals 1d8 points of damage instead of 1d8. Yeah. 
instead of a 1d4, and 1d8 plus 1, right? Or no, plus 1 for every two, for every three caster levels. So, plus 1. So, 6 points of damage to that guy. 6 points of damage, and he goes down, actually. Yeah, these guys seem to be weaker. Uh, He goes down, and he is bleeding out. (laughs) Rafo just sees blood cough out of his mouth as he crumbles to the ground. Uh, Vern, your action was calling the weapon. Next round, you'll be able to do yourself and the weapon. Uh, Now, it is uh, the end of the round, and it is Akari's turn. Uh, Zakari is... He's just gonna step up here and say, Rafo, take care of this. And delay. <laughs> Rafo? Uh, alright, Zakari will delay, seeing that Rafo has... Actually, hit. I moved, so, um... Already in action. If Rafo gets knocked unconscious, I will h- hit a guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, Thanks, brother. It's Johnny It really makes me feel sir. good. <laughs> uh... Oh, no, you know what? Actually, I'm sorry. I will ready an action. If if Rafo gets crit, I will uh, heal him. <laughs> I will cast Cure Light Wounds on him. If Rafo gets crit, <laughs> you'll cast Cure Light Wounds. Okay. Uh, that seems Just specific to do something. enough. Uh, all right, Johnny, what do you want to do? New round. Uh, Johnny's going to try a diplomacy check. Okay. Oh. Say, hey, hey, fellas. Uh, uh, Johnny Halfling says, stop being crazy, why don't you? Uh, that's a 21. 21. Uh, diplomacy. Uh, unfortunately, there is no longer any there there. And they look at you, but there's just pure madness in their eyes. And that's what makes this all the more uh, horrifying, because they're being used as pawns. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, you know, they don't know any better. These are people that should be uh, medicated behind bars, and uh, now they're being—they're just fodder uh, for you guys to rub out. Uh, I'll let you take a standard if you'd like to. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just—that's uh, it. I'm, I'm done. Okay. Uh, then moving right along, it is Rafa's turn. Rafa the Beast. Can Rafa do a perception to see if they had a have a cut in the same location as the other people? A cut in the same location. Uh, lobotomized as scar. Yeah, roll perception. As, uh, that is going to be a 25. You don't see that. So uh, the distinguishing feature between the two of them has been some look like inmates, some look like orderlies. So it okay. looks like these are actually insane inmates, and those were real orderlies that were lobotomized to become these, uh, you know, yeah. club-wielding maniacs. Okay. Uh, Rafa's going to non-lethally strike out uh, at the um, the asylum. <laughs> just, Jesus, it feels so bad. He uh, can just take them both out. And this, what do you, don't feel bad. You're doing the best thing possible. 15 points of damage. Uh, 16 on the die. On which one? The one right next to you? Yes, the one directly next to me. And then he can reach out diagonally to that other one. Boom. He's yep. down. Yep. Okay, here we go. 18 on the tie for 12 <laughs> points of damage. Dude, he, he must have so much fun playing for <laughs> Pathfinder. <laughs> He's got it on easy mode. Uh, yeah, you just boom, 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 boom. They all go down. Well, you know what they say. Vern, three out of four ain't bad. <laughs> that is what they say. Uh, Zakari taps him on the shoulder. Well done, Rafa. I don't see you're pulling your punches a bit, and I want you to know that Asoka appreciates it. I, I stabbed a guy. 
<laughs> you did what, Vern? What? Wait. What? Is there a dead guy in there? Yeah, there's what? one dead guy. Yeah, the Vern oh, killed Vern. one of them. Vern. In my defense, he did try to kill Rafo. And in my defense, it wasn't me. It was Phrasma's will. Listen, I know at some point we're going to have to fight someone who's my own size. And I'm only limber for so long. He's trying to keep the clock ticking on his martial flexibility that lasts a minute, so he's going to run to the south and open the next door. Okay. There's blood everywhere from Vern. As he's running, uh, as he goes over the doors, the car is going to turn back to Vern and be like, Vern, the morality of your decisions aside, I'm mostly irritated at your use of a first-level spell on these guys. Would you please stop it? I know. It's I going just to be a long day. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh. I want to contribute. <laughs> Rafa, you open the door. Um, do you have dark? It is so hard to contribute with Rafa around. I know. And yeah. Rafa as Grant is just so bad, right? It's so bad. Rafa, do Tonight's you have- Rafa is played by James Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> do you have dark vision, Rafa? I do not. I'm a human. Okay, so you open the door into complete darkness. Uh, I'll say that the light of the room allows you to see uh, 20 feet in, and you see a cell about 15 feet in to the right. And uh, then the room continues on. Uh, who does have dark vision? Uh, I do not. Okay, so it's, it's completely black. Yeah, completely Zikari, dark. You only see up to the edge of the cell. I guess uh, I don't have he, dark vision either. I don't even, it doesn't uh, seem like I don't even have low yeah, light. Yeah, goblin, goblins have dark vision. Uh, he will cast light on his buckler. Okay. Zakari will. All right. Uh, throw an aura on you. Oh, Already on it, but good, I do buddy. have dark vision. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was in alphabetical order, so it was difficult to find on the list of my special abilities. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 on your fifth level character you couldn't just pick it out that quickly <laughs> your list of special abilities listen Graham uh, I have uh, <laughs> Vern is a very special guy and clearly dark vision is the least is like I mean not the least but at least like the fourth or fifth least interesting thing about him well I mean the most embarrassing thing is that you didn't already know that all goblins have dark vision it's embarrassing <laughs> you're embarrassing yourself uh, all right, what uh, what do you guys do? Uh, head forward. I, I, I'm, like I said, I want to take. He's advantage. only got a minute. Got a minute. a minute of martial flexibility. Okay, uh, you get up to that first door and uh, see that it is a small cell. Um, while it is filthy and blood stained, it appears to be empty. Okay. Uh, we'll keep on moving down the hallway. Keep on moving down the hallway with Zakari's light. I will reveal uh, more to you. You see uh, about 20 feet from that cell door, another cell door now on the western side of the hallway. Uh, Rafa will gingerly, uh, but at normal pace, just kind of warily move up to the door of the cell. Warily, he moves up towards the door. Just like the first room, you see a cell that is dirty and stained with something. But towards the back of the cell, there appears to be 
a tunnel. <gasps> oh, that cool. looks freshly carved. Oh, <laughs> Shawshank. Shaw, I was just thinking with the hammer, with the yeah. the the. the uh, I can't remember what the hammer's carving called. hammer. The Roll. carving hammer. Roll chest hammer. Roll a perception <laughs> check. Uh oh, good nineteen. Um, twenty six. Twenty six. You're standing there, and you hear something from within the tunnel. And then you see this creature emerge from the shadows. The light is casting crazy, uh, crazy shadows oh. against it from the, the, uh, the way it's streaming in past the uh, bars of the cell. Oh. But it looks like this very pale-skinned odd-looking creatures, pale as a slug's belly with huge, bulging eyes. And it's just like crawling down the wall of the tunnel on all fours. But its shape is hideously humanoid. And it speaks to you in a language I don't think any of you speak. And just says, What up? What up? Luana Manena! I speak... Uh, I'm sure it doesn't... It's not speaking Aslani or Thessalonian. I speak both of those. No. Anybody else have any interesting languages? Yeah, I, languages. Speak, I speak Goblin. No. I... Johnny looks around once he sees that nobody nobody recognizes it. He casts Comprehend Languages. Cast Comprehend Languages. And uh, again, that allows you to understand it, but right. it can't understand you. No. Okay. So he's speaking in Undercommon. <gasps> oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. And he says, Food. Give me Food. He hasn't fed me in days. Let me show you what this creature looks like. I'll put him oh, on the no. board I don't here. Think I want to see. Oh god. Oh, oh it's a little golem dude. Yeah. Oh, Give me food. He hasn't fed me in days. He wants food. He's hungry. So Somebody hasn't fed him in days, uh, he says. Uh, okay, I I have a, a five trail rations uh he pulls out a Metrex protein bar and hands it to the, <laughs> to the... Throws it on the cell floor. He picks it up. Please, Rafa, open it for him. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. <laughs> you throw it into the cell, and he picks it up, sniffs at it, sniffs at it, holds it in his hand, looks at it, and throws it. Throws it back at you. He's like, what? what is this? If it's not kicking and screaming, I don't want it. Give me something living like he does. Oh, wow. I want a frog. I want a frog suit you. Hey, that's not your frog, Vern. <laughs> I want that on a shirt. That's not your frog, Vern. <laughs> Give oh, me something it. living, or open the door and let me go search for something myself. But hurry, I hunger. <laughs> I wants out. I don't recommend that. Maybe if we feed him something, 
he'll help us. All right. Yes, yes, help you, I will. For food, but first you must let me go search. Spence motives. Well, um... Oh, I can't understand him. Well, uh... Yeah, he can't understand uh, you, so he wouldn't say... And uh, Zakari's, like, just very, very, very hesitant with this, uh, looking across at Johnny, and he's like, well, there is the disemboweled body upstairs if we wanted to stoop to that level but it's not could alive, be for the greater though. good could it not he Burn? said he wants something currently alive I think is what he's saying uh, perhaps recently. he just means perhaps he just means raw maybe Raph, okay I'm just going to throw this out there and if you don't like it just throw it up right back at me but Rafo you seem to have a lot of meat on your bones and how would you feel about parting with some of it I will magically heal you afterwards. Uh, Vern, uh, you're messing with Raffo's moneymaker there. <laughs> the gun show must stay open. Uh, oh, no, not. You could just give him a, a piece of your buttocks. No. Or a piece of your thigh. A piece of your buttocks. Why don't we just take a look a little further in here? There might be a cage full of rats or something. It doesn't have to be a human. There's lots of things that live and wriggle and crawl down your gut and taste real good. Can we mime to him that, like, yes, we will bring you food? Uh, it looks at you with its huge eyes. It's like, hurry, hurry, I must eat. If you Wait. will not feed me, let me free. I have an idea. I have a creature I could call upon that I'm really not that fond of. <laughs> oh, my God. Word. All right, stand back. And he, he casts Summon Monster 1, waits for a second, and then a celestial pony appears in oh the cell. Oh my god! <laughs> can it be? Kid. Can it actually be eaten? The pony? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe for Why a not? couple seconds. <laughs> and he commands the pony to lay still and let the creature eat. Oh my god! Uh, the pony appears, and he's just <laughs> he just starts going after. <laughs> Chomping on the pony, the celestial blood flies everywhere. I hate that pony. <laughs> <laughs> who, who? What is its name? It's the worst pony, Derek. I just hate him. The worst, the worst damn pony you ever saw. Derek. It sounds like the worst. Oh, he's such a dick. <laughs> oh, I hate him. Well, is it, when celestial creatures die, are they dead forever? They just return to the celestial plane and come back another time? They, they return and come back, so. Oh. Yeah, it'll just this be that brief. Ideal situation. <laughs> yeah, well, you could also just tell him, Vern, you could just tell him you... We're giving him a bit now, but you took it away. But you could give him more later if he helps us. I couldn't tell him if I spoke his language. No, no, I meant Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. I don't either. But yeah, intimate that uh, 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 we could do it again. That's where yeah, that came uh, from. Yeah, uh, Johnny like mimes like eating a pony with like sign language and oh, rubbing his belly and just like making the more gesture with his hand. Uh, he's just uh, chowing away and watching. He looks up at you and <laughs> still eats at it. What do you guys do? <laughs> he seems pretty preoccupied. Oh, 
Well, the pony goes away in six seconds. I mean, or I'm sorry, about thirty seconds. Uh, okay, so the pony goes away for the pony to disappear. He looks. He looks, he looks, uh, why it just disappeared out of his, uh, sight. And then he goes Fuck to grab you, the bars. Ah, more, more, more. Let's keep looking. Yeah. yeah. And he scrawls up the, t- the tunnel. <laughs> right. Ruffo, I'm afraid your martial prowess is long gone. Okay. Just move forward at a slow pace and take all care. All right, you keep moving and you see two more cell doors. One very close to you, to the east, and then another one about 20 feet down to the west, um, and the hallway continues. I also want to say the aura that you're seeing is uh, like good light it extends for another 20 feet beyond that that is dim dim, dim light. light okay so we could actually just see more of the hallway even though it's dim there you go i also have 60 feet of dark vision all right so uh Vern can actually see <laughs> and there's that <laughs> Vern can see all the way to the end of the hallway that looks like it ends in a door as you walk up to this cell here you see what looks like one of the orderlies lying on the floor behind the cell doors. He appears to be breathing. He's lying there. Hello. Tink, tink, tink. Knocks his buckler on the cell, on the door. (gasps) He comes up and he like scrambles to the back of the room like in fear, looks at you. Still has one of those caged helmets on. There is nothing to fear. Tell us what has happened to you. (gasps) Who are you? My name is Akari. I have come to liberate patients of this place who have been unjustly experimented upon by the leader, the warden of this asylum. You're here. You're here to save me? Yes, I can get you out of here, but only if you tell me who you are and what has happened here. He grabs the bars. My my name is 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 Plug. Uh, I'm I'm one of the orderlies here. Or I was. I was one of the orderlies. Grove is a madman. We all knew that his practices weren't above board, but we we looked the other way. It's hard to find a job nowadays. We have families. We had to do what we had to do. But he fooled us all. One by one, he took us to his chambers somewhere down here and used his instruments He stuck long things up our noses, cut into our brains. I've seen my friends walk these halls. I call out to them, Vinny, Charlie, the Big H. Big H. And they just look at me, and there's no one home, like they don't recognize me. 
Grove did it to me too. But he must have not done it right. Because I still feel like me. I feel fine. And as he moves into the light, you see there's just dry blood caked all under his nose, covering his mouth and chin. I feel great. In fact, after he did it to me, I... He gave me a weapon and told me to watch out for something that was going to come. He said he'd know when I saw it. I think he thought that I was like the others. But I knew something wasn't right, so I ran away. I ran away to find the crows, to tell them what Crove was doing here. And the crows thought that I was a madman. So they brought me right back and handed me to Crove, thinking I was an inmate who escaped. Crove said, thank you. This one got away. He's very troubled, and then he beat me, and he hurt me, and he put me in here. It's only a matter of time before he comes back and finishes what he started. I don't want to end up like him. And he points to a cell. Just five, ten feet away on the opposite side. Please, you have to save me. Please, you have to let me out of here. I can help. I can help you. And as he points, your eyes all fall in the direction of that last cell. There's still a door at the end of the hallway. And you see... Through the light shining as Zakari moves forward and Vern can see just a figure. Might have been a, a real stalwart and hardy man one day. But now, just sitting in a corner, head wrapped in bloody bandages, bandages face this sickly green. Almost looks like a ghoul, but he's not turned as far as you can tell. And just a constant stream of foam coming out of his mouth. Vern is really the only one that can see uh, really well what this guy looks like. It's like this. Um, let me see if I do the uh, the zoom here, if you can see it. That. Oh, 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 like that. God. Oh, not right. No, I don't no, want to end up like him. I don't want to end up like him. Please get me out of here. I can help. Sense motive? Yes. Yes, of course, of course we will help you. Uh, 19 cents motive. Yeah, he's definitely not right. While whatever Crove did to him didn't quite take, some of it took, unfortunately. But he seems to at least understand that Crove is evil and, and, and wants to help. You don't know how much help he actually might be. could be more of a hindrance, but uh, you and he have the same enemy. So yeah. if if he is under if he's possessed under the effects of an enchantment or a curse or otherwise magically controlled, it's a twenty sense motive for me. Uh, no, he's just it's a physical, uh, mental brain defect. Let's let him yeah. out. So I agree, Van. We will let you on your way, but you know this place, do you not? Yes, I remember most of the areas down here. Some of it I feel like I forgot. Why did I forget? I used to know every area. 
We've found what we believe are Crove's offices, uh, lounges, etc., but not where he is right now. Do you know of a place in the lower levels where he typically does his experiments? His experiments? Yes. It's up to the north, I think. That's an area I can't remember. But on this level? Yes, we, he definitely took us down here. We came down the stairs and then he brought us... I, I don't remember that. It's okay. I'm it sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. You're doing well. You're doing very well. Where do you live? Do you live in town here? In the filth. I, okay. I have a, a, a wife. I, I, I can't remember her name. And I have two... Ch two children? I can see their faces, but I can't remember their names either. It's okay. It's okay. We will reunite you with your family. Maybe when I see them, I'll remember... Now this one, and he nods his head toward the other cell with the patient, the head wrapped in bloody bandages and the foaming at the mouth. Mm -hmm. What happened to him? Did you see what Crove did to him? I remember he was here before everything changed. Before he started letting all the inmates out of their cells and tying them up upstairs and down here chaining them to the floor before he started his experiments he threw this guy in there and left him to rot it was after that that things started to change he wasn't around as much but then he came back and everything was different but I don't know who he is. I just know that he did something. He did something maybe bad or maybe good. Okay. You're doing very well. Thank you. Okay. Can you unlock this? Uh, is he armed? Uh, no. Okay. But there's stuff around. If you find another club, you could give it to him. Um, are we able to open the doors? Yeah, dis I mean, they disable device if you want to try and pop it open. Yeah, I don't have any skill at that. Um, well, um, does anyone else have it? No. I don't have no. it. Well, I, uh, I didn't want to have to do this, but, uh, not something I'm proud of, exactly. But if we have an hour, I can unlock it. <laughs> uh, an hour. Well, I'll tell you what I fear. I fear if we leave this man here, even while we go deeper to the north, that his family will never see him again. 
I feel like taking the time to let him out is what separates us from the lunatics. I Not the lunatics, the uh, madman that is running this place. I wouldn't call upon this power. I don't like to do it, but that's exactly the reason why. I don't want to leave this poor man here. Marasma would not want me to leave this poor man here. I agree, Vern. Rafu, Johnny, your thoughts? Let him out. Let him out. <laughs> Rafu, can't you tear these this thing off its hinges? You're so strong. I don't know, brother. This story's made me so sad. I don't know, feel as strong as I normally do, but I can try. <laughs> I'm I can try, goddammit. Uh, can I do a strength check to try to rip open the door? Yeah, try, try it. Natty 17 for a total of a 21. Nice. I'll say that is enough for you to tear yeah. nice. this rusty old bar off his hinges. Bad ass. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I, I promise I'll stay out of the way. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I moved your piece. Um, where will you go? Now, hold, hold on a moment. Okay. We will, we will head to find Crow and make him answer for his crimes. Crow. In the meantime, Crow. In the meantime, you head upstairs and out of this place. You must tell the crows when they approach you. That we have found something awful happening here. But they... And that if we do... They won't believe they, me. That's what I did before. And oh, they brought blast, me right you back. you are right. You're Will sending not. me to my death. But maybe... All right. But maybe if they do bring me back this time, they'll see that there's something wrong and they'll believe me. Would you believe me if I came up to you on the street and told you that something was wrong at the asylum? He's got blood no. covered in the front of his face. No, never. <laughs> No, you're hideous. Stay um, with us. Can't, guys, can we keep him? We can't let him. Let him stay well, with us for now. And let us, yeah. g- let him guide us through this asylum as much best as he can. Ah, not a bad idea, Vern. It might be the safest place for him. You might be better off staying with us. You saw what our friend here did to your cell bars. He makes easy work of this place. I think you'll be safest with us for the moment. Okay. Why don't you come along with us? Okay, I can do that. I'm Plug, by the way. I don't know if I told you my name. I'm yes, Plug. you did. Pleasure to meet you. I, I, I am Zakari, as I had said before, and these are my associates. I'm Johnny Halfling. Johnny? Johnny Halfling? I'm Plug. It's nice to meet you, Johnny. And the goblin? <laughs> You guys are just staring. Yeah, just staring. Vernon J. Crabapple, Exorcist for Hire. Remind me to tell you about my friends and family rates. Vernon J. Crabapple, and you, strong man. They call me Rafo Rumblebeard, ruthless to my enemies. Rafo, well, I thank you. I call you all my saviors. If you can get me home to my wife and children, that would be that would be so wonderful. Yes, that is our intention, but stay with us for the moment, because it will get very dangerous uh, uh, once... For the record, there's only one savior, and her name's Shaylin, but we can talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> um, you got that cell there with that person that looks just beyond uh, help, and then one door at the end of the hallway. 
go to the door at the end of the hallway. Let's also arm him. Let's give him a club. Get him all to so take one of the like the chair handles or, or the chair uh, legs out of that room previous. Is that feasible? Or oh, these guys are different than that, right? You mean a club? A club? Oh, a club for plug? Club for plug? Uh, uh, yeah, if you want to give him a weapon. Um, okay, we'll uh, we'll arm him. Okay. Get Actually, you know what? I will just I'll hand I could just hand him a dagger. Give uh, a little dagger to plug. Yeah. Okay. I will add that to my sheet. Thank you. Can I keep this? Uh, for the moment. Once we get out of here, I will be taking it back. I'll tell you what. Chances are you can keep it for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right, good. All right, let's... Let's... I'll, I'm, I'm with you. What is to the south here? You said that it is quite possible that Crove finds himself hunkered up to the north. What is to the south? Are we wasting our time going this way? No, I, I don't know what's what's to the south. I know that the door is reinforced at the end, but I don't know what's in there. Um, we don't we don't go in that room. Only Crove, as far as I remember. Rafa. Uh, Rafa will approach the door, attempt to open it, just with uh, you know puny normal human strength and twisting of knobs. <laughs> So Classic. here's the thing. Before you get to the door, you see that it has, uh, well, you get up to the door, but before you like try to open it, you see uh, that it has a single barred window on the top of it. Oh. And there is a stout oak timber holding it closed from your side. Ah. Oh, cool. As it's you, a shortcut. As you, <laughs> as you walk up to it, uh, roll a... Roll a perception check. Uh, uh, 15. 15. 25. 24. So you all come down the hallway. Rafa, Vern, Johnny Halfling, Zakari, and your new buddy Plug, just tiptoeing down as the edge of Zakari's light hits the wall and streams through the bars. Rafo goes to open the door and then stops and notices that it's barred from his side. You do a perception check in through the bars and suddenly just <laughs> tentacles come flying out through the bars to attack you. One slaps you, Rafo. And we'll find out next week if it hits, but you get this sensation that everything is melting and you all look at Rafo and it looks like he's becoming fully amorphous. Oh no. What? And we'll see you next week. What? He's gonna be the blob! <laughs> oh, no. Happy Halloween and happy birthday, Skid, everybody! Happy, happy, Halloween, happy birthday, birthday to you! Happy birthday, Skid! Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you! Good night, guys! The 
Glass Cannon Podcast Side Quest Side Sesh Series is a Glass Cannon Network production. Paizo Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo Inc. and are used with permission. The Glass Cannon Network is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Inc.